Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tony Time Podcast. I believe it is episode four? Four, right? Four. I can't yeah, count four, right four, now. Five. I think it's four or five. I can't keep count. We, we, I'm going to double we, check so we could clarify it. We, we drifted off for about a week. About okay, a couple so weeks. Get we had things to do. Number so we don't misinform our audience, sir. Yes. Um, episode five, because the last couple ones were in parts. They were in part, so we're... So that's four episodes right there. So we went through... Actually, no, because we went through SummerSlam match. We went through... Yeah, two it was in two parts, and then we did the ladder match in two parts. So this is episode three, actually. Oh, you're doing... Oh, like 3.1? Yeah, 3.1, 3.2. Oh, 3. Yeah, okay. so Oh, got you, got you. Because okay. those... Part one and part two it equals it to one episode. So yeah. we're in episode three. Okay. We, we took a break... So we, we need to refresh here. So we're at episode three now of Turning Time Podcast. I didn't think we survived this long, but here we are. Uh, I, I feel as though the last two episodes, we didn't really fight. We didn't really get to the nitty gritty of what we, we should be talking about. Yeah. And uh, I feel like the time has come for right now. We, we should just hit it off. So for this episode, we are breaking down the greatest wrestler in WWE history bracket. I was not expecting this so early in the show. And it is I, – I because I got tired of all of us, like, unanimously voting, which we probably will do in the first round in this one. But, like, I, I feel yeah. like we all should we, – we haven't fought enough. Like, I haven't heard used to almost kill each other. I haven't heard me and Sean almost threaten to kill each other yet. I've like, been it, waiting it, for that. We we need to get there. We We need to get there. It was between this or the worst wrestler of all time. Oh, so, that's what we should do next time because that'll be. I fun. think, uh, but I I think we'll we'll save it for 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 when we really need to fight again. So for this right, one, right, it, right. it is the greatest wrestler fight. in exactly in it, it. This is the greatest wrestler in WWE history. Now I sent you guys the bracket, but what you don't yes. know as to why they're like this, the four parts of the bracket are broken up in the decades. So the first part is in the 80s, the second part, 90s, third part, 2000s, and the fourth part, 2010s. Now, you were probably confused as to why the wrestlers were like this. Yes, most of these wrestlers wrestled in like two, three, or four decades, but I was going off by what I read and by their you know, overall history, what decade they thrived the most. Mm-hmm. Like, what decade did they accomplish more in? So, let's get this started. For the first part of the tournament, we have the 80s bracket. So, the first round, we have Tito Santana versus Ted DiBiase. All right. All right, Tito Santana. (laughs) One of the best baby faces in the 80s of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. He held the Intercontinental Championship, held the tag titles. With like two other people, but his matches I don't remember of mm-hmm. because I'm obviously born in 2000. This is the 80s. Strike Force, brother. <laughs> Tito Santana. <laughs> Tito Santana was in the very first WrestleMania match for everyone who's watching that didn't know this. Based off of the Executioner in WrestleMania One. That is but true. But on Ted DiBiase's part, uh-huh. way better promos, way oh, better yeah. matches, way more accomplishments, and the fact. He did main event the first ever SummerSlam. As I told you earlier. Yes. yes. And yes, he, he was did. the first ever holder of the million dollar 
championship. Yes. So my pick is Ted DiBiase. I mean, I, I honestly, even though I'm like usually good with like history when it comes to the 80s and 90s parts of wrestling, but I don't really remember Tito Santana, like his matches. Yeah, the Matador. Uh, like, um, I do remember, you know, his his iconic run with the tag titles, and I believe he held the Intercontinental title for a bit. He was a candidate. Um, he, uh, yeah, exactly. But DiBiase is just the man. Like yeah. overall promo, overall wrestling ability. Uh, Better than the sun. And he. That's and, another and topic besides, we should do. Failed. We, we don't. We don't. We don't talk about that. We but don't. We don't talk about that. that. His, I mean, Ted DiBiase Jr. is a nice person to meet and hang out with, but you know, I'm not. We're not going to go in his wrestling ability right now. Me. Uh, <laughs> but Ted DiBiase, all around, was just great. He was just fucking fantastic. So I'm going to go with Ted DiBiase as well. Yeah, there wasn't really much to debate for this first round or this first matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Ted, obviously, just you could just sum up his whole career just with that laugh because. Everyone exactly does it. Sean, do it for me real quick. What? Do the million dollar man laugh. Oh, I honestly don't know how to oh, do it. Oh, fuck you. I can't even do a good ha, 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 ha. I can't do it. That, that looks ha, like ha, I can't ha, do it. It's like it's like the wrestling version of Vince McMahon just thrown into the 80s. Like, yeah, this is me. Fucking like made. If, like if Vince McMahon were to create a second character, it'd be Ted DiBiase. I found an article that the money that Ted DiBiase holds is actually Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's, all, it's always Vince. Exactly. It's that. always Vince's money. No matter what Vince's money, money it is on that show programming, it is Vince's. Sometimes it could have been changed, but it was mainly Vince's. Come on. You think DiBiase got paid that much now? Come on. Yeah. Not at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but, Come on. He yeah, was... like, yeah. It, like, no it wrestler was rolling around in dough at that time. Exactly. So much money to make the belt, and like everything was so put into this character. First ever SummerSlam main event. Uh, many, many memorable moments with Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Um, quote unquote winning, being awarded the WWE championship. He technically exactly had it, but not really. But mm-hmm. yeah, Ted DiBiase uh, obviously is gonna uh, advance. Sorry, Tito, you were a great baby face, El Matador, you know. But Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase. and I'd like to go next Ted- for this next one. <laughs> okay, okay. Ted DiBiase advances. That that was a that was an easy, clean first matchup. The next matchup probably gonna be tough. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Against the Iron Sheik. Okay, so for this one, you have oh. Greg the Hammer Valentine, former Intercontinental Champion. Was he ever? I believe he was tag champion, right? I believe so. I'm pretty sure Greg the Hammer Valentine was a tag team champion. I remember he was uh, partnered up with Brutus Beefcake. Um, yes. Early days yes. of the WWF. Um, yeah, he was a tag team champion with Brutus Beefcake. Okay. Yes, he was. Hall of Famer. Okay, yeah. Iron Sheik, also Hall of Famer, former tag team champion. Former WWWF champion, the Iron Sheik. Break your back, make your humble, fuck your ass. Zoom it. Iron Sheik. I've like watched all his shoot interviews. This man is like God. Like he is so oh funny and entertaining. I'll never forget that Jim Cornette. <laughs> Barstow. I'm gonna <laughs> if you don't know about that, Ant, I will send you the link later. But um I, I'm Sheik. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I um yeah, there's not really much for me to debate. It just I just laid out everything. Iron Sheik's a former WWE champion. He wrestled Hulk Hogan. He was he was pretty much the guy that was the stepping stone for Hulkamania. Um, 
which um yeah iron iron sheik brother he won the gimmick battle royal at wrestlemania x7 he's the greatest gimmick of all time besides the undertaker oh iron sheik moves on next round baby uh sean greg the Van- greg the hammer valentine who you look I like look like <laughs> uh, he's a former Intercontinental Champion, former Tag Team Champion with uh, Brutus Barber Beefcake, 2004 Hall of Famer. Uh, Greg DeHammer, Valentine, and the Iron Sheik had the same accomplishments and everything. Sort of. Uh, but yeah, but Brian said Sheik is the former world champion. But I would prefer Greg DeHammer, Valentine's promo work over him, though. Uh, I don't know. You got Iron Sheik doing the work. All right, that's just your opinion. But, but the character work, honestly, the Sheik. Oh, yeah. yeah more yeah. matches from the Iron Sheik, in my opinion, too. Yes. But so the Iron Sheik, in my opinion, advances as well. Oh. I mean, I I, I, no, I mean, Sean looks like him, but can't wrestle like him. So I, <laughs> I mean, both these guys were iconic in their own way. Um, but if I were to sit here and go through memorable moments, I'd have to go at Iron Sheik. Because like Brian said, you know, he was a stepping stone for Hulkamania. We actually, you know, it, I, I, I think that culminated into like the whole USA type thing with Sheik and Hogan. And to me, it's like we all say, it's all about the moments. And don't get me wrong. I love Greg Valentine's in-ring work. Like, the dude's fantastic in the ring. Uh-huh. Yeah. But overall, I got to go with the Iron Sheik. So Iron Sheik, uh, another one, unanimously uh, advances. The next matchup, this one goes. we have Jimmy Snooker versus King Kong Bundy. Fuck, Fuck Jimmy What? Snuka, my dad's favorite wrestler of all time. Wait, that's just... <laughs> one of his favorites. Ooh. Okay, okay. Let me let me get this Murder. out this Whoa. straight. Okay, we get the whole Vince cover-up thing. We let's not let's talk about wrestling here, not what they did outside of the company. Okay, we we know what Snooka did. It ain't going anywhere. But I, I will say this: I don't really remember much from King Kong Bundy. I I, I do remember that he was a big he guy. WrestleMania two, WrestleMania two, Steel Cage WWF Championship. They honestly, do have. <laughs> They're kind of, sort of. Jimmy, Jimmy Snook and King Kong Bundy had the same accomplishments, basically. Well, they, they do. Have, they, have limited, they have limited accomplishments. One's a two-time Slammy Award winner. And <laughs> one's a fucking Hall of Famer. But yeah, but I, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Snooker, based on the fact that he gave us one of the most memorable moments of all time. I know he's which uh, was yeah, the, Dom the Super Five Slash. Yeah, you and his it, feud uh, with Don Morocco. You. Plus, you have Snooker's feud with Piper. Mm. Come on now. The, Come on now. And he was the first loss for the Undertaker Shriek. Yes. Exactly. Just like Shriek is the catapult to something incredible. Yeah. And King Kong Bundy, yeah, he made a vented a match, but I don't remember anything after that. I don't remember much from King Kong Bundy, he even was, though. Uh, he was kind of in and out after yeah. that. I remember, I remember he beat up the midgets. midgets in WrestleMania 4. Or yeah, I, I don't Bundy. remember much. And I, I, with overall, like, moments and overall in-ring work aspect, I'm going to go with Jimmy Snook. You want to go, Sean? Uh, like I said earlier, the Jimmy Snook and King Kong Bundy have limited amount of accomplishments. One's a 
two-time Slammy Award winner. <laughs> and one, I still got a kick out of that. A Hall of Famer is, accomplishment. And one's a fucking Hall of Famer, 2005, uh, I think. I don't know. but I think it was four. You're right. You're right on more memorable moments with Snooker with the big splash off the 15-foot mm-hmm. cage. Superfly, 15-foot high. Here's a funny story that my dad used to tell me with, uh, from the 80s. My uh, Aunt Lorraine, she's a... Uh, because she's a uh, big wrestling fan as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on Crosskey Street, my dad would be uh, messing around saying, hey, do we play Snooker? Jumping off the fucking uh, bed, the, uh, the bureau and everything. Yeah. Off, <laughs> onto the bed where my aunt was. I nice. He jumped on her. Nice. Yeah, jumped on her onto the bed. <laughs> off the fucking bed. I remember oh those days. God. I wouldn't land on anybody, though. I ended up breaking my but bed. But honestly, I, I also <laughs> am going to go with you, aunt, by saying Superfly Snooker. Just because yeah. he has more of a memorable finisher, but uh, honestly, better promo work, better legacy too. Well, yeah. despite the other outside of wrestling, yeah, yeah, but... yeah, <laughs> and more of an accomplishment than winning two Slammy awards. Two Slammys, yeah. brother. But, Slammys I mean, it back then. I can't speak of the Ill of the Dead, so Jimmy's still good. I, I mean, dead, to be fair, the Hall of Fame is kind of like the Slammy Awards because yes, who gives a shit? <laughs> slight like, more who... <laughs> There's slight more prestige, but we don't have. It's not like Cooperstown or the NFL Hall of Fame where they have an actual, you know, place where you can see these things. The Hall of Fame. I wish there was. I think they were in talks of doing it, but I don't think Vince is actually going to go through with that. Well, maybe that's what they're Um, planning on doing with the warehouse. I don't know. Maybe, but you you can't. It's literally meaningless. Like, yay, we'll praise you for your accomplishments, but you're still a piece of shit outside the ring. So... I, I, you know, me and Sean go with Snuka. I don't know if Brian, I don't know if you're going to be unanimous with this one. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming Bruno's not on this list because of the WWF. I or... wanted to put Bruno, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to put Bruno, but I feel like he didn't accomplish like much in WWF. Like, okay, I feel like he did a lot. He was – because when I looked up Bruno, he did more in the 60s, 70s type thing. He did more with uh, Vince Sr. rather than Vince Jr. Yeah, Vince than Vince Jr. Jr. This is this is all, like, Vince Jr. era. Like, this is all okay. – all right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And okay. uh, granted, if I would have put Bruno in this list, he probably would have demolished the 80s. He probably would have demolished majority of this list. Yeah. He pretty much would have – yeah. He probably would have won if I put Bruno. Like, Bruno probably would have won this whole tournament. State, like, just based on the fact alone that he was like a ten-year champion. Like, yeah, I get that, but he did more pre-80s. So yeah, I same thing. Like, there was also a couple guys I wanted to add on here, like Nick Bockwinkle. Like, he wasn't on here, but he did a lot stuff. Preacher's favorite. Yeah, he did a lot stuff, but pre WWF. Yeah, like, no, I totally get that. Um, I was just mm-hmm. glad that we were able to mention that as a mm-hmm. disclaimer before anyone. Oh yeah, no, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, out? I don't. Okay, all right. I know people are gonna bitch about it, but like, I, I'm we're gonna clarify that now. Like, thank you. Um, okay, so with Snuka Bundy, um, the only thing I honestly mem- remember King Kong Bundy forever, the match with Hogan, <laughs> beating up the midgets, losing the Taker off a clothesline. And appear yeah. married with children. <laughs> Jimmy Snooker, obviously the, the steel cage dive, taker streak. And I don't know if you know this, but my neighbor Jerry actually arrested Snooker for tax fraud. 
back in the day. Oh, shit. So, Wait, Jerry's fucking cop? No, he, he does something with the government. I don't fucking know. But, um, Is he yeah, a he bounty hunter? Back in the day for like tax fraud or some shit. Um, oh, shit. But uh, I'm going to go with the tax fraud king, Jimmy Snook. No <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's just funny. Like, that shit stuck by me since I was a kid. It's just funny. I was playing SBRO5 and I'm like, oh, man, my yeah, neighbor but, arrested this guy. Wow. Yeah, but when I the, the, SBRO5, my dad used to always pick Jimmy Snook. Yeah. That's not fair. That, that dub theme song. Choo, choo, oh, my God. Well, in the game, they made it horrible. But, okay. Um. Anyway, yeah, you can go, Ant. So, uh, Snook Advances. Right, the, 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 for sure. WrestleMania 25, that's the only blemish on his legacy in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about that. I mean, let's – if we're going to talk about WrestleMania 25, let's talk about the person who carried that match uh, in the next round, which is Ricky Steamboat yeah. versus Paul Orndorff. I would love to review a whole uh, show. This is easy, in my opinion. Ah, Ricky Steamboat, honestly. Of course. Him versus Macho Man. Is better than anything Paul Orndorff did in WrestleMania One main event, in my opinion. Even that, even that's anything that Steamboat and Flair did is better than anything that, that wasn't Paul even Orndorff in the fucking WWE. WWE. Exactly, but he uh, anything Steamboat that happened. Advances without a doubt. Paul uh, Orndorff, only accomplishment I remember him having was the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah. Well, he he was a, he wasn't he in the first WrestleMania, the main event. Yeah, main event. Yeah, yeah. They're just with they're they're just side second fiddle to the whole Mister T and Piper. Just um, thrown in there with Piper because Orndorff yeah. and um, Hogan was their feud at the time, and then they brought in Mister T and Piper. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Orndorff was one of Hogan's top villains back in the day before WWE really peaked. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, that doesn't. Uh, Get as close to what Ricky Steamboat has done. Ricky Steamboat's uh, just so good. I just, yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's even an explanation. No offense to Mr. Orndorff, you know, uh, but Ricky Steamboat's going to have to go advance in my book. Ricky Steamboat put on, <laughs> Ricky Steamboat arg- arguably put on one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. I think that's all so, you really have to say. <laughs> that's all you have to say. Him and Savage. Anything that what Orndorff did. So Jericho. I was like just about to say exactly. He carried he carried the match at twenty. Yeah, with Jericho, he he was able to keep off with Jericho, unlike Piper and Snuka, which we don't talk about. I would love but, to review WrestleMania twenty five in full. <laughs> oh my god, that. we could do that. I mean, we could. We don't have to do just tournaments. We could just do yeah, reviews. We could actually like, review shows, but um, I mean. <laughs> Just for future, I mean, yeah. In case we start to run out of tournaments, we'll 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 review stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe you know a little side gig. So yeah. Ricky Steamboat advances. The next matchup we have Bob Backlund versus Andre the Giant. See, it's like with this, Backlund has accomplished a lot. Yes, he's, he's WWF champion twice, I believe. Um, yes, and I, and then we're the longest reigning. But and Backlund also. Carried his legacy into the '90s and gave us yeah, incredible feuds of Bret Hart. Bret Hart. I quit match, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but with this, it's, it's Andre the Andre the Giant is probably um, he's a uh, he's he, like he's a national treasure. Yes, the, exactly. The the, the the fucking uh, eighth wonder of the world, Andre. Um, he did his, he did so much. He drew a lot of money. Stories yep. Great yes. Uh, oh my God. I never cried. The feud I never with Hogan. Cried on a documentary until I saw the Andre show. Okay, that was a very emotional doc. I'm not that documentary. Oh but, man. Um, you know, um, I think Andre and Hogan legit had like the most viewed TV match yeah. like of all time. The, mm-hmm. the the main event. 
match yep. um, with the, the twin – with so. the referee. Yes, the most the most memorable thing in WrestleMania for, for a long time was Hogan slamming Andre Giant. the Giant. Even though it happened exactly. in other places, but this was on a national platform. platform. Thank you, yes, because I was drawing a blank. A national platform, Hogan and Andre. That feud carried on for like a good two years. Andre, Andre was like the one of the guys. He was right next to Hogan, honestly, when the WWE was, was uh, yeah, when Vince took over, Andre was like Andre and Hogan were like at the top, like next to each other. And Andre then, you know, like, Andre and Hogan were pretty much the pinnacle of big guys that Vince McMahon was obsessed over. Not like, even that, just star power too. Like exactly. Andre they was, and then they turned Andre Hill to work with Hogan, and you know, um, I really don't have to explain more. Um, Andre the Giant, obviously, the most 40-year-old virgin even references Andre the Giant. Do they mention yeah. Bob Backlund? No. Sorry, Bob Backlund. 40-year-old virgin. You really went there? Her Adam's apple was as big as Andre, Andre the, the Giant. Giants. I mean, uh, I love Bob Backlund's work. Like, I... Yes, yes, yes of course. His manager, Arnold Scotland. Like there's no there's nobody l- like Bob Backlund, character wise in ring work. The in ring work was fantastic. Uh, he has one of the most memorable like submissions of all time. Chicken wing. But with Andre, like Brian said, he there's no one like Andre. Like they 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 tried to have other giants compare to him, especially like the Big Show. Well, the you Big can't. Show was. The Big Show was like second, but the Big <laughs> Show was Big Show was the, the only one that ever came close to Andre when it came to Giants. Yeah, we're exactly. Like, yeah, we're if we want to, I'm not going to count it, Undertaker. Undertaker is a great big man, but when it comes to like, if we want to talk about like accomplishments and like what they did career wise, Big Show takes that. But as far as drawing in a crowd and drawing in views Andre. and the money that you need, Andre was that guy. Yes. And you know the whole thing with Hogan, and then the thing oh, with DiBiase. No. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. there's no one like anybody else. So I I agree with Brian that the man was just. It's just like that that piece of gold that you dug so hard to find. Andre mm-hmm. was that. Oh. So Andre the Giant advances in in my opinion. I'm not even gonna go off of work. Work rate, uh, accomplishment rate, and uh, memorable matches rate. I'm gonna go off a story that uh, I went. I went to a bar on 12th and Mifflin called Michael's Place. <laughs> like one, I know where uh, that's at. A friend, I, I met this guy like two minutes into the bar. We go outside to smoke a cigarette, and all of a sudden, I tell him down like training to be a wrestler and everything H2O. So all of a sudden, he said, "Oh shit, that's kind of cool. I uh, I'm a huge fan of the WWF." I have an Andre the Giant tattoo on my fucking leg. He re- did he show you? Yeah, bro. He showed oh. it on his fucking calf. Was it just his face? Or yeah, was it was just the face. That is awesome. So that that's your fucking mark moment for me right there because I didn't uh, expect someone to get Andre the Giant tattooed on her fucking body. That is so dope. So honestly, Andre giant, Andre the Giant. No, just from a guy's leg tattoo. Tattooed on some chick's ass. I highly doubt it. <laughs> Andre the Giant advances. He's a national treasure. Meme worthy, everything great, okay. memorable matches with Hogan. Uh, I, he faced him and uh, I forget tag partner faced off with demolition at WrestleMania 5. Yeah, I think it was, was that 
Kaku? No. Or was that Haku? Was that was that a summer? I forget, but it was WrestleMania Five. It was Demolition versus Andre the Giant. I think someone else. I think I'm. Hold up, because I'm like pressed. Was that Haku? He was a former world champion as well. I'm like same as Backlund. I love Backlund's work rate. He's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. technical wrestlers from the '80s and the '90s. Mm -hmm. But Andre the Giant is without a doubt one of those. One of the best fucking draws. For a and I, I, I feel like this wasn't even fair for Backlund. Like, I feel like if, if I feel Backlund bad, moved, it's like... if he went against Paul Orndorff, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then yeah. like, but like I said, these these brackets are randomized. Like, I have like I can't just fix them myself and put them the way I want to because that'll just make me be biased. Yeah. So it's like that's just not fair for Backlund because if Backlund were to go against like a a Tito Santana, like Backlund would easily advance, but. You know, we're not gonna you know shoot down what Backlund did. It's just yeah, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time as well. On, one of them, Andre's like, the guy. Yeah, Andre upset. was the guy. Upset, so, man. are we gonna consider this an upset? Like I, I think no, so. Right? No, like, no definitely. No, oh, okay. I guarantee you, anyone would say Andre the Giant. Of course. Okay. okay. So Andre the Giant advances. Uh, the next matchup we have the Immortal. Racist. I mean, sorry. Hulk Just Hogan. <laughs> Just <sniff it>. <laughs> against <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think we already know the answer. So. Advance it. Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan. That's that's a no-brainer. Number one guy. Star in... of the 80s, man. I don't even have to yeah. fucking go off the accomplishments, the promo work. We don't even have to go off anything. Jim Duggan you know. only did this. King of the Ring, right? Oh, Royal no, Rumble, Royal Rumble. Rumble. The first, so ever, Royal first Rumble ever Royal Rumble winner. And the most blemished career fucking entering countless other Royal Rumbles as a surprise entrance, like number 29 or something like that. <laughs> number 27 or, yeah, like that. some yeah. shit. I fucking hate Yeah, it. you can't... Also, yeah. Got pulled over with uh, Iron Sheik with drugs in yeah. the car. Hulk Hogan <laughs> Look, doing cocaine and shit. I'm sorry, Thunder Jim Lips advances. Thunder yeah. Lips advances. Thunder Lips! Do the, yeah. the next matchup... <laughs> Dress up like that for Halloween. This is the ultimate meatball. Come on, Brian. <laughs> make up your mind. Like, do you want me as Ronnie the Rat? You want me as Happy Corbin? Like, what do you want me to do? I, I, I think Happy Corbin. I think. <laughs> I think Happy Wait. Corbin won't work for you. No. Maybe like bum ass Corbin. Yeah. Bum ass Corbin. Bum ass Corbin. Right, right. I just got to trim the beard a bit. Yeah. Sure, with stain. That's easy. I just put a ketchup stain on it. Um. Okay, so Hulk Hogan easily advances. The next matchup, oh, this is going to be tough. Roddy Piper against Dusty Rhodes. See, I, I don't think this one's tough for me. Because um, as soon as you clarified it was WWE and, uh, only, I was like, okay, this, this should help a little bit better. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, synonymous with WCW oh, and fucking NWA. And mm-hmm. he had all his success there. The matches with Flair. But Piper in the WWF. Um, he main evented WrestleMania, won the Intercontinental Championship, had that awesome Hollywood backlot brawl yeah, with talk. fucking Gold Dust. You know, Piper Piper's pit. I I love Dusty, but when it comes to WWF WWE, greatest superstar of all time, you got to look at more mm-hmm. of Roddy Piper because he was more of a WWE guy rather than sure Piper may have jumped ship in the nineties, yeah, but yeah. Dusty was mainly you know NWA. Georgia and Carolina yeah. that he wasn't there more in the East coast with the 
in New York with Vince. Dusty was yeah, more I, of a floater. I, I got to go with Piper for this one. Yeah, I mean, Dusty was more of a floater in the in some sort of sense. Like, well, he would... Best, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna if we were going to go off promo work, Dusty wins. Yeah. That that I love Piper's promos, but Dusty, come on. Nobody... Dusty's top three all time when it comes yeah, to promo work. You, you top can't... Three. Top three, hands down. Don't worry, we have a bracket for greatest promo of all time, so don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't even worry about that. But with Piper, like Brian said, overall in-ring work, you know, everything he did was in the WWF. The few, the the coconut bash with Snooker, like, who would have ever thought of that? Yeah, that is uh, one of the best, uh, one of the best Piper pets I've ever seen. Him fucking bashing the coconut over Jimmy Snooker's head. <laughs> and, and bashing a coconut is not easy to do. Yeah. So. But then again, Jimmy Snooker is Filipino. <laughs> he has a hard ass head. He has a hard ass head. But I, as much as for like, I want to root for Dusty. Brian's right in a sense, like he was more NWA, he was more WCW, like he was more floating around there. So yeah. I'm gonna go with Roddy Piper as well. I, yeah. I unfortunately I hate to say it, but I'm gonna go with Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, man. I came to chew bubblegum and kick ass, but all my other bubblegum. They yeah. live. <laughs> they live. We're waiting to get into the movies. Right. Uh, I love I love Dusty Rhodes. One of the best promos of all time. Uh, but honestly, don't remember much of his WWF work. The Dust- polka dots, the sapphire angle with yeah. is honestly all I remember. And plus him and uh, Flair and all of them at Survivor Series 2006. That's a spirit squad. Okay, as a kid, yeah, that, was cool. mm, that was that. I did. I did get excited for that moment. That that. And, come on now. On Anderson, baby. I did love uh, Dusty uh, starting like the uh, he he was like the starting point for NXT. Yeah, yeah. He he he. All him went along with Triple H was like they they together like created what NXT was supposed to be the whole time. Oh man, yes. just, let's just not talk about NXT and move on to the next match. <laughs> well, no, baby. And um, okay, so Roddy Piper advances. The next matchup, the final matchup of the '80s uh, part of the bracket, we have Ric Flair versus Jake the Snake. All right, honestly, uh, I love Jake the Snake Roberts. He was the second victim of the streak. <laughs> yeah, I think that was his last appearance. Right? The one thing I do love mm-hmm. about Jake the Snake Roberts is that he got to keep his finish. Uh, he got to keep his finish undefeated. Number one kicked out in the WWF, the DVT. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a fucking botched. And fucking believe that shit. That's great. But Ric Flair, way more accomplishments. The 16-time world champion. Woo! Ric Flair. Jet well, Ryan. honestly, he's probably Let won the see. belt like 25 times. It's just, you know. WWE accomplishments, like, only says 16 times. So it's yeah, it's probably like twenty six uh, yeah. times in South Africa. South Africa. Ric Flair, Francis, like, no doubt. He, He's the jet yeah. flying limousine riding, <laughs> kiss stealing, wheeling short. dealing. Look at the shorts. That tells you everything that I'm going by for this matchup. Um, yeah. So you got Rick. Um, yeah, one of my favorite fucking promos is when he was feuding with Mick Foley, and he just starts punching his fucking head. I got to sit you out yesterday. I'm on Mick. Rick. Yeah. Flair. 
is awesome. Rick the prick. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Um, Rick, God damn it. He won the, the, was, it was the first Royal Rumble that the championship was, um, 93. In, where he won it. 93. Or 93. I think it was 92. 93, 92. It was one of them. 92. 92. 92, 92, 92 is WrestleMania 8. Oh, WrestleMania, 92. WrestleMania 8. WrestleMania 9 is when um, Yoko won. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. 92. Um, one of the most me- people still talk about that as being one of the greatest Royal Rumbles of all time. Um, you know, Ric Flair. Uh, let me think. Uh, he came back in 2002, helped Evolution. My God. Evolution, yeah. my fucking all-time favorite fucking faction. Ric Flair was fucking always there by Triple H and fucking Randy Orton and Batista's side during the Reign of Terror. I loved it. Um, Rick, Ric Flair was even uh, Intercontinental Champion a couple more times before he retired. Yep. Uh, yep. Tag Team Champs with your boy, Kalito. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker went crazy with the big show <laughs> in an ECW episode. He, went, he uh, fucking went crazy with Edge. On a random yeah. episode of Raw. Yes. And his last WWE match with Shawn Michaels the, is fucking incredible. Um, one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. As his as, as, as WWE career goes, that, that's perfect. Jake the Snake Roberts, unfortunately, had his personal demons, which affected his career um, mm-hmm. and his work rate, at least towards the end, but in the late 90s. Um Jake's still one of the best workers of all time. Great, great promo. Oh yeah, bro. He's got he's got the best DDT. Nobody gets up from the DDT. Nobody. The way he just delivered everything that he did was perfect. Um, yep. But Ric Flair has to advance because it's Ric Flair. And Jason Sting Roberts has the best pregame ritual of all time. Oh my god! My music hits. Stomp the cigarette out. Walk through the curtain. <laughs> The goat, yep. and he carried I mean, a fucking snake to the ring. That was. Crazy. I mean, Roberts, Jake Roberts, for what he did was will always be memorable. But I think just saying the name alone, Ric Flair, it advances. It's uh, well, DDP for helping Jake the Snake Roberts out. DDP, oh, yeah, one of the best fucking guys ever. One of the best. He's helped out DDP. Uh, DDP's helped out uh, Scott Hall. All that. Um, if he was on this list, I'd probably advance him in the first round, first round. Probably not <sighs> the whole way though. I love DDP. is <laughs> the man. Shout out to DDP yep. Yoga. Um. Okay, so that ends the that portion of the bracket. The next portion we have the '90s era. This this is where it gets nitty gritty. Yeah. The first matchup. First matchup, we have Mr. Perfect against Diesel. All right. So I'll let you guys go first. I need to think. Mr. Perfect, honestly, uh, one of the best intercontinental champions of all time. Uh, Diesel, former world champion and everything. One of the longest. Was, yeah. Uh, one of the longest, like 300 plus days. Feuded Not with uh, Shawn Michaels, two dudes in the attitude, I think. Two dudes with attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two dudes with attitudes. Uh, former King of the Ring winner. Mm-hmm. Former intercontinental champion. Uh but for like work rate, I give that the perfect accomplishments. I give it to Diesel. Yeah. Most memorable. That's where it's though, tough. That's where it's tough. Most memorable though. Perfect honestly doesn't have more memorable moments than Diesel does, in my opinion. Yeah. Diesel was one of the victims of the Undertaker streak, obviously. Yeah. 
Big Daddy Cool is one of the biggest uh, nicknames I've ever heard. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool. Diesel. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Diesel advances with uh, okay. just because he had more accomplishments and honestly see, more memorable moments in my opinion. I, uh, and better matches. You can go. Mm, you, can go. <laughs> you can go for this one. Mm, see, this is where you threw me off with the better matches. Because I I will take the bat any day perfect in Bret Hart's match. That helped culminate, like probably helped one of the things that helped culminate uh, Perfect's career was his match with Bret Hart. Yeah. He also had a, a great match with Shawn Michaels. And with Perfect, I, I'm not going to knock his attempted comeback run in, in 2002. We don't. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad we, you're touching on talk about that. I mean, he tried, but it, it just failed. And it, from I'm, I hated that. Um but his work rate in the 90s was like no other. I mean, I, I loved Perfect's promo. I loved Perfect's work. Diesel, arguably one former of the greatest of all time. He's a former world champ, one of the longest reigning champs in history. One of the best. I think he's in the, he, yeah, I think he's in the top 10 when it comes to longest reigns. Oh, um, yeah. You know, he had the, you know, the team with Michaels, and then I, I think he teamed with Razor Ramon, right? Or was it yeah. later? Right with Razor Ramon, um, and I don't know if Diesel was around. I think that was just WCW. They feuded believe, a lot, though. No, but wasn't Diesel? You're right. You're right. You're right. The Intercontinental Title, and I think Diesel was around when the click started. Am I right? Yeah, man. Him and Michaels were the two guys. Then Hall. Yeah, and then Pac, oof, um, fucking slowly oh, triple yeah. came around. Montoya. I also like to yeah. state the fact that uh, Diesel is also a two-time Hall of Fame. Two times. All right, all right, all right, all right. Two. Sweet. And he is the third Triple Crown champion. Jesus. See. Oh, in history. Right. See, if we're going to go off by accomplishments, Diesel takes the cake without a doubt. Yeah. But if I'm going to go off based on in-ring work and what they did in the ring, I'm going to go with perfect. Overall, if I were to book a show and if i were to book a main event i honestly would have to go with diesel i I, diesel would be that guy for me to yeah for the draw for to trust when it comes to a big money match yeah so definitely i was i was rooting for perfect until sean brought up the fact he is a third the the third ever triple crown champion I'm gonna uh, go with Diesel. I'm gonna go with Diesel. You, you, you squeezed. Yeah. You literally just squeezed that in there, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I you, forgot so about you that. So you were gonna think on perfect for. A I was, I was going for perfect, but wow. Um, Sean got me with that last bit of hope. Wow, there. good job, Sean. Thank you. Good, because I was not picking Mr. Perfect. <laughs> I love Mr. Perfect. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But as you were alluding to the the 2002 return, like the Rumble return was awesome. Don't get me wrong. That was great. That was great. But, um, everything after that, and then the plane ride from hell, trying to tackle Brock Lesnar, yeah. 30,000 feet in the air. Fucking. Um, but how many people can say they won the WWE Championship in Madison Square Garden by defeating Bob Backlund in eight seconds? seconds. Come on, dude. Right, right. Diesel was the fucking man. Sure, he was maybe Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns, 
but Diesel <laughs> is Like, if you go back okay. and watch Diesel shit, like, that's Diesel, brother. Um, that's Diesel. Yeah, I, I just got to say Diesel. <laughs> we can move on to All the right. next one. Okay. I already know my pick for the next one. Uh, yeah. I think the next one's unanimous. We have Lex Luger, I'm sorry, against the Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I don't know. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> down three, two, one. Shawn Michaels. Michaels. It's it's it's. Come on. I, there's no arguing. Let's let's not. Let's just skip to the next one. Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> the next one. Mankind versus Yokozuna. Uh. So this is. Hold up. Is this strictly Mankind? Or is this overall Man- McFoley? Is this just the no, Mankind? No, this character? is Mankind character. This is Mankind because if when I researched this, when I when I looked up reports, a lot of people were saying that Mankind was McFoley's greatest character. Okay, that's right. that's yeah. arguable. But if you want to work at a, if you want to look at a WWF aspect, Mankind was that guy. Yes, 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 yes. It, oh, other other promotions, Cactus Jack, but. We're talking WWF here. Mankind's like overall accomplishments, overall what he did in the company. Damn, so I over, went with Mankind. Being overall, against, Mick Foley probably would have helped him yeah. move further in this tournament. Um, yeah. But it is just Mankind. Mankind, um, first ever Boiler Room Brawl. Uh, his <sighs> first big program was with The Undertaker. First um, ever Thrown off the fucking cell. Thrown yes, off the, the cell. Nearly killed him. So I just watched uh, the Dark Side of the Ring with Onita, and he was talking about how he was inspired by Onita and all, which yeah helped his style. Um, Show slammed through the fucking cell as well. Mankind, exactly. Fucking nose. Yes, Mankind. Um, the match with The Rock at the uh, Royal Rumble. The first the ever. The first match. ever. Yeah, all their matches. The all the matches with The Rock was incredible. Um, the, this yeah, the is empty arena match. Oh. Uh-huh. The um, the empty arena match. Yeah. That's first ever. Um, so many memorable moments with Mankind. Um, three-time world champion. Three-time world champion, yes. Um, the match with Hunter Hearst Helmsley that we were talking about earlier. Woo! God, that scared me. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's he Samuel, 76 hard touchdown, baby. Oh, See, I, I, feel, I feel like Brian's going to give me a big swerve here. With Yokozuna, um, one of the best big men of all time. Um, very respected individual in the wrestling yeah. community. Uh, mm-hmm. As you watch, if you've seen his Icons documentary, go out and watch that. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, with Yoko, um, I feel like when he first came in, they built him great. And then personal issues, I feel like, affected his, the end of his career. Um, yeah. So, and then Mankind does have the more memorable moments. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Yoko Zuna, I feel like if he took better care of himself, he probably could have beaten mankind here um he was a superstar and everywhere everywhere man he wasn't even japanese and he was a superstar he was on japanese programming he was on tv just eating food um he's a, he's, but, he... <laughs> yeah. uh, man, mankind man have a nice day mankind okay one of the best mcfoley characters of all time it is the bro. best one the of best, the probably. best bro getting thrown off the fucking hell in a cell <laughs> Off the top, like 30 feet up. Okay, it wasn't 30 like, feet. Like, right, 25. It was about 15, 20 feet. But, bro, still, that know, fucking shit is memorable. It is. It's okay. more memorable okay. probably the whole entire Yokozuna thing that ever happened. Now, I'm sorry, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but, man, kind of without a fucking doubt. 
One thing I, we can remember, remember from Yokozuna is Mr. Fuji pocket sanding Bret Hart at WrestleMania. Pocket oh, that's great. But like the Yokozuna Bret Hart thing, and then Yokozuna, I think, got squashed by Hogan right after. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Yoko beat fucking Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Right the next year to make up for it. So it's like. I, I think that's what killed Yoko. Was, I don't think that's what killed Yoko. Like I said, I think it was his personal issues. Because he was still yeah. the top guy, and then. They put him with Owen Hart, which I yeah, thought was, was a, funny. It's a really good tag team. I'm not gonna lie. Tag team champions. Trust me. Yeah, you would have never thought a Samoan pulled off a Japanese character. I mean, he looked like a sumo wrestler. Exactly, but very athletic, I, I, very athletic in the beginning of his career too. Yokozuna will have. He won't have the one thing mankind have or hasn't had as, has had in his career. Sorry, I'm stuttering. Mankind was a ratings lifesaver. Yep. Oh yeah. Like you said, everybody was watching WCW the night Mankind won the title, immediately switched the channel. Yeah. And I think Mankind had one of the highest rated segments, highest rated matches in Raw history, in WWF history, when he beat the Rock for the title. Just that alone yeah. that defeats what Yokozuna ever did. So I'm going to go with Mankind as well. It's You can't get anything better than what Mankind did. Plus, his promo work when he first got into that dark, like lonely character, that was great. And then as time went on, he built it and built it. And then we all loved mankind when he introduced the Sako. So Sako baby. Mankind over Yokozuna. I, I you know I love Yokozuna. I loved what he did. I did love the documentary they did they they put out on him. But it just doesn't equal to what mankind did in the late night like middle to late nineties. Like that alone made mankind so great. And the cell, you know, Sean keeps saying the fucking cell thrown off the cell and then got back up to just to get choke slammed through the fucking cell again. Like what sick motherfucker does that? Mankind. I wouldn't even look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just laid there. I would just I would have just said, all right, I'm dead. I'm done. I'm tired. Good night. I feel no, like he got the, back the worst impact was out, I think in my opinion the choke slam through the Yeah. Because he just went because through the, the fucking cell. Oh, God. And then the tooth worse. coming out the nose, which is... You want to talk about, like, possible severe brain damage? That's... that's possible. That match alone... Di- yeah, I mean, he ended Proven. up with brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Proven. But, you know, whatever. So Mankind advances. That, that was an emotional round, I feel. So Mankind advances. The next matchup, we have the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Against... Cream of the crop. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock was very, um, he kind of, um, he was something different in the Attitude Era when they brought him in. I feel like he could have been a WWE champion. Could have. Um, they dropped the ball. He didn't, he didn't get to that level um, due to the Vince Russo-esque writing. Trying to put him <laughs> in incest angles with his real-life girlfriend as his sister. Um, that was terrible. Brock Lesnar would be if Brock Lesnar was in the 90s. <laughs> my opinion well yeah but he was he was, a, he was he was the ultimate fighter there's a difference Brock didn't wait are we 
Are we talking like now. Brock Lesnar now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if you're going to talk 2002 Brock, no. Not even. <laughs> um, Shamrock, um, you know, the memorable Lions Den match for Owen Hart. Um, very instrumental part in the attitude, I, I, in my opinion. Former Intercontinental Champion. Former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, that theme song that he had was fucking awesome. That was lit. But it doesn't come close to the Macho Man Randy Savage, one of the most decorated performers <sighs> in all of the industry, no matter what promotion. But still in the WWE, WWE he accomplished so much. Won the WWF Championship a couple times, um, Intercontinental Championship, the fucking Mega Powers year. Yeah. So much memorable things from uh, Savage, you know. That, um, Hearing the ring. Yeah. Macho King, with, uh, Scary The Sherry. whole thing with Miss Elizabeth. Yes, the wedding. They a wedding main event at a wrestling pay per view. This man was a part of it. That's how you know you're and Jake Snake Roberts. Oh, yeah. What happened after in the ceremony with the, the um, let's not the, talk about uh, that. You know, but still, Randy Savage advances. Ken Shamrock is still awesome though. I'm gonna go with Randy Savage due to the like I loved Shamrock's work. Don't get me wrong. Uh. You know, I'm never going to uh, – he's had great matches with The Rock. He's had great matches with – Oh, yeah, first you know, one at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, King of the Ring. Yeah, and, and King of the Ring. Yeah, but it doesn't match to what Savage did. Savage match with Steamboat. Savage's match with Hogan. Savage's match with Flair. Like, he's had so many memorable, like, memorable matches. And the, the man – is the man just oozes legend. Like everywhere you go, you could talk to anybody about wrestling. That's one of the names people will always bring up. Macho Man Randy Savage. Everybody knows who that is. The original, the original spokesperson for Slim Jim. I don't want to fucking hear it. And the guy that can pull off bone saw. Ah, you fuck. I have to say it. Bone saw is ready. I love how my boy Tremaine, Posted the video on my timeline earlier today. I got you for three minutes. Three no minutes. Bonesaw is ready, and Bonesaw to me will advance to the next round. Damn right, Bonesaw is fucking advancing. My pick is obviously Bonesaw McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it sounded like Otis Randy. There. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. We're gonna go at Randy Savage advancing. This next one, Sean. I'm looking at. I'm. I'm waiting to hear you. I want Bret Sean Hart to go first. Sean should go Bret first. Because he 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 wanted to kill himself for the SummerSlam bracket. Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. Do you want to go first, Sean? Sean, I'm waiting. I don't think this is really hard. It's not, but I, I just want. You had to bring I, I, SummerSlam, you assholes. <laughs> yes. Obviously, Bret Hart, but British Bulldog has memorable matches. But most memorable match that I remember of him was obviously with Bret Hart. Exactly. Bret Hart, one of the best technical wrestler masterminds of the nineties. Uh, yeah, most of them in the nineties, because then I don't think he did anything in the two thousands really. But no. he, Bret I think Hart, he retired before the two thousands. He retired in nineties. Yeah, Bret Hart and then he. The, the first time, two time king of the fucking ring, ninety one yep. and ninety three. King Brit. He was a fucking two time 
IC champion, five-time mm-hmm. world champion. More shit than Bulldog could do, in my opinion. Bret Hart advances. Fuck you for bringing up the SummerSlam matches. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> I mean, it's... Bret Hart is arguably top it's three, hard. in my opinion. The greatest technical wrestler of all time. Like, no one can work in a ring like Bret Hart did. There's some that come close, but it's Bret Hart. Like, the Montreal screw job. You're never going to get a better angle than that. His matches with Shawn Michaels, his matches with Stone Cold. All that alone. <laughs> it like, shouldn't be a positive British, in his book. I mean, the British Bulldog was great. But his most memorable match, like Sean said, was against Brett. I, I'm not going to knock his tag team run with Owen Hart. Great. Yes. Uh, I'm never going to forget it him. Getting, I'll never forget his head being bashed off, you know, by the rock. But oh, that's the dark side. Yeah. Dog poopy. Yeah. You just mentioned the bad things. But I, I will go with Brett Hart. It's, it's to me, that's easy. I, I yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Bulldog and what he did, but Bret Hart. I mean, Bret Hart carried him at SummerSlam. He's gonna defeat them in this tournament, so it's gonna be Bret Hart. Yeah, I don't really have to argue with anything. Bret Hart, <laughs> Bret Hart, man. Bret Hart. The guy was Bret Hart. The guy. He was the '90s. Besides him and Shawn Michaels were the '90s until Austin came in. So okay, Bret Hart advances. This one I think is gonna be an easy one. We it's have, an interesting matchup, though. I'm not going to lie. It is. It is. We have Billy Gunn versus Razor Ramon. I don't know who should go first for this one. I, I mean, know. I feel like I, I'm, I'll go. I'll knock this out real quick. Razor Ramon, right off the bat, two of the most memorable matches with Shawn Michaels. Yes. Razor Ramon was the guy that put over, I think, one, two, three, kid. Yep. He was the start of it all. And that was the that was the start of Sean Waltman. Are you dealing with the X Factor? Razor Ramon, his matches with Diesel, great. No one will ever perform a great Razor's Edge. No one. Not even the, Mordecai. Not okay, even. I'll, oh give, I'll give Seamus props though. He killed Jamie Noble. Seamus comes close. He he tries, but nothing comes close to Razor's well, he Edge. Has, he doesn't really do it anymore. So no. And Razor Ramon's entrance, his aura alone, that that takes it. I I I love Billy Gunn, but I feel like he came in late in the '90s, and he didn't. His everything he did with DX and the New Age Outlaws was was great and everything. But I feel like his most memorable feud was with The Rock, and you don't really get much out of Billy Gunn besides him yeah. being an ass man. Oh, and man. if he was in the best theme song category, maybe he could make it pretty far. But <laughs> oh, Brian, I, Brian, I have a bracket for that, and I'm waiting for you to just try over it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm waiting for that too. We'd have to discuss that. A Billy Gunn, I feel like didn't give me much to, you know, take in when it came to the '90s. Razor Ramon was probably one of the top five guys of the '90s. Like he ruled the '90s. So I'm gonna go with Razor Ramon. You want to go? The you want me bad to... guy. Why are you saying it like that? 
The best. Four-time yeah. Intercontinental Champion, two-time Hall of Famer. Billy Gunn. One-time Hall <laughs> one, of Famer. One, two, yeah, one-time Hall Surprise of Famer. One-time King of the Ring. Billy Gunn. Intercontinental tag champion. Hardcore champion. Yeah. Billy Gunn yeah. was a good wrestler. He was very good wrestler. Uh, yeah, if it was like off of like wrestling perspective, like you know, who's the better wrestler hand for hand? I obviously go Billy, Billy Gunn. Gunn, but like history, uh memorable matches, promo work, main events, main event. Oh. I have to go with uh, Razor Ramon. Him and Michael's putting one of my favorite ladder matches at SummerSlam, nineteen ninety four. Do you remember it? I know, I know. That's that's one match you'll never get over in the SummerSlam bracket either. Yeah. I, he's right though. Like <laughs> Razor, um two time multi multi time champion, you know, Razor did a lot. He wasn't even he wasn't even there that long and he accomplished so much in what three years? Yeah. Three about yeah, about three, three four years, years you know, before he jumped ship. Didn't even get a world title ring, crazy. Um wow, Billy he didn't. holy shit. Um, you know, many people obviously Billy Gunn is gonna lose here, but Billy Gunn did do a lot, um, you know, the memorable feud with the New Age Outlaws and uh, uh, Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Char- Charlie. Chainsaw Charlie. Dumpster match. Oh, the dumpster, dumpster match. match. Um, you also have the Billy and Chuck wedding, which is still memorable. Oh, oh God. Let's not let's not bring that up. <laughs> that, that, that was great. Um, it was great. Know, but... Billy Gunn when he came back and then that failed. Um, yeah. Mr. Ass. Mr. Ass, though, man. Um. But Razor Ramon does advance, but I just had to give Billy Gunn a little bit of credit before we chat. A little bit of a nub. A little bit of a nub. Like, okay. So Razor Ramon advances. The Go next match up. the one of the very few old people to win a tag team title in the end of their run. They came back in 2014 yes. outlaws and yes. beat Cody and Goldust. So. Yes. And then they tried to come back the year. The I think they came team. back. Was it the same year they feuded with the Shield at Mania? Or was oh, it that the, was right the, after. That was it was right after, right? Yeah. They lost that, to the Usos, and then they had the squash at Mania. Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> the Shield yeah. fucking annihilated them. Corporate um, bless me that fucking uh, William Regal was not in this goddamn bracket. Uh, he's. he's he, I I will tease this. He's actually in the most underrated wrestler bracket. I was gonna say mid card, but that works too. No, underrated. He he's okay. I know who's winning that one. If, if we want to talk about that, if you want my opinion, William Regal, honestly, one of the, those top three guys to never win a world title. Yep. Yeah. No, Regal. Regal. Especially his 08 run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm God. His work with – oh, my God. His match is going to Oh. And then he, he had that last match with Cesaro. Stop. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that put Regal on the shelf, but he gave us something that – we would have never expected at his age at the time. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 drift away from that. So we the next matchup. Regal into the show. <laughs> Shout out to William Regal. Um, Stone Cold, Steve Austin versus Owen Hart. See, I feel bad with this one because Owen Hart is one of the honestly one of the greatest workers of all time. But Stone Cold, never, Steve Austin, never officially won the WWE Championship, but did technically. Yeah. Technically, um, you know, unfortunate end to his career. Um, like I said, one of the best workers ever, one of the greatest feuds ever with Brett. But Stone Cold Steve Austin was the biggest draws of all time. Yeah, he was the first guy, I believe, to um, beat Hogan's records and everything. Um, yep. Austin was the fucking man. The motherfucker Austin. just came out, flipped people <laughs> off, gave, dropped people with a stunner, drank a beer, and then went home, and everyone loved him no matter what. 
you can't you can't tell me one person or like a crowd that booed the fuck out of Stone Cold Steve Austin from the time of 1998 to now. Even when he turned heel, bro, they were fucking cheering him. Austin, that's how good Stone Cold Steve Austin was. One of the most entertaining guys. Three-time Royal Rumble winner, by the way. The only. The only three-time Royal Rumble winner. Oh, hell yeah. And no one's going to name me one wrestler today that's going to give me a beer bath. Same, man. Nobody. Nobody. And, and I get, I get it, I get it. And here's the thing: I, I, I do read about this and I hear about this a lot. That Stone Cold ripped off the Sandman's gimmick. First off, no one really knew of the Sandman in ECW at that time. Like, no one gave a fuck. Okay, but I would say he ripped off the gimmick. You like... did it. Vince pretty much took the Steve Austin, changed it up, and said, "Look." Now you're this badass motherfucker. You're the toughest son of a bitch on the planet. Go out and do it. And he delivered. Stone Cold gave us one of the most memorable feuds of all time with the fucking chairman of the board. Yeah. Granted, Vince botched one hell of a stunner. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold gave us probably the greatest WrestleMania match of all time with The Rock. At WrestleMania 17. But... Overall work, overall everything alone, including being the biggest draw in history, Stone Cold. Like, you cannot talk to somebody. You can even talk to anybody on the street who's never watched wrestling a day in their life. They yeah. can name Stone Cold. Yeah, man. There's th- there's probably three names that are synonymous when it comes to talking about wrestling. Stone Cold, The Rock, and Hogan. I would have said Hulk Hogan, John Cena, and Stone. Yeah, I mean, you, thing. you could throw Cena in the mix, too. Most people know The Rock more for movies, but... Yeah, but you could throw Cena in the mix, too. But people will say Stone Cold. He, yes. he made an impact to people that didn't watch wrestling and drew in those people. Like, that alone, Stone Cold's the fucking man. I love Owen Hart. Don't get me wrong. I, I uh, like... That dude was the man. Like, I loved his promo work, too. Especially when he had his little state. Like, I think he was not part of the nation. the nation, brother. He was in the nation, right? And, like, I loved I loved his work in the nation. And I loved the work oh that God. he did with Mark Henry. And it's time for a change. Exactly. Like, iconic promo. But I'm going with Stone Cold. Like, if Owen Hart was placed against Lex Luger... I pick Owen Hart. Dude, anyone, everyone in this bracket, even fucking Tito Santana, I would have voted against Lex Luger. Yeah, but I do you not know, like Lex Luger. The only reason I put Lex Luger on this list because of his overall accomplishments that he had in WWE or WWF, whatever. Um, I don't even remember. But I'm gonna go with Stone Cold because I half went in the Rumble. So I think yeah. I remember him doing in WWE. Wow, he slammed him, and he thought he won the he won the match by count out and didn't even win the belt. Yeah. Shut up. Kiss my ass, Lex Luger. Next match. <laughs> Stone Cold, obviously. Stone Cold advances. The next, the last match in the 90s bracket is The Rock versus Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. I don't even, like, Ultimate Warrior, you know, he knew how to get the crowd fired up. Um, Shitty person, honestly, in real life, mm. as you've heard all the stories. And yeah, the Dark yeah. Side of the Ring and everything on YouTube. Um, anything you if, if you look up Ultimate Warrior, there's always gonna be something bad that you see about him. But if you're talking about wrestling wise, um, he was not the best wrestler in the no, world. No, but 
he was one of the most over guys. He was like pretty much right there with Hogan right before Hogan mm-hmm. was leaving. Um, asked for a ridiculous amount of money all the time. Wanted to do an Ultimate Warrior comic book. Um, yeah. Ultimate Warrior, um, Intercontinental, and WWE Champion. I believe he was the first person to hold both at the same time. Unification. Yep. Um, not really much after that, really. Um, losing to Sergeant Slaughter. Had yep. a little rocky part there. Left. Came back. Squashed Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And then disappeared again. Um, yeah. But I will say the Ultimate Warrior, the end of his run, you know, when he came back, Hall of Fame. And he cut that promo on Raw, very touching. Um, and then passed yeah, away. Great, great right way after. to honestly, that was a better way to end his WWE career than before that. Um, yeah, before we knew what the type of man he was. Not not just that, like his last run as well. Um, yeah, like yeah, this man really hated Hulk Hogan. Uh, he did. He did. If you see all his videos, it's like a three-hour video of him just shitting on Hulk Hogan. Um, but The Rock, um, come on. He's like the most char- – honestly, he's one of the most charismatic wrestlers of all time. Top five draws, too. Top, one of the top yep. five draws. He legit has the most drawing WrestleMania match ever with John Cena, and that was at WrestleMania 29. It wasn't even the good one. 28, I thought. No, 29 no, top 20. 20. 29 top 28, actually. 29, oh, yeah. Shockingly, 29 top 28. Um, and I was there for that. You know, so was I. I. <laughs> it's always – fuck y'all. Um wasn't even matching a night, and I was there. <laughs> but uh, The Rock, man, like he's accomplished so much. He came so far uh, from having a bad gimmick. Yeah, and, yeah, and he had like some of the most iconic matches with Stone Cold, Triple H, John Kurt Cena, Angle. Hulk Hogan, Kurt. Ang- oh my God, the matches with Kurt Angle. Um, so yeah, I'm obviously picking The Rock. Brian, I mean, all right, am I talking for me? I'm picking The Rock. I, I mean, go. come on. It, the guy came from being Rocky Maivia, who thought who we thought was going to have potential as that character. Then he just got booed out the building. Like, every appearance he made as Rocky Maivia completely switched his character and turned heel into being a part of the corporation, which is one of the great... For the WCW champion. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and gave us one of the most memorable ladder matches with Triple H for the Intercontinental title. Like, overall, everything. Like, The Rock was a star. If you want to talk about star quality, The Rock was your guy. If you want to talk about a guy that you can trust to be a marquee name for any of your shows, The Rock was that guy. So, uh, granted, Ultimate Warrior did what he did. I didn't think he was that great of a wrestler. To be honest, I'm, up with the rocket fuel. sometimes when he cut his promos, I didn't understand what the fuck he was saying. He's so coked up, man. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that, that man, he started at least a couple lines of coke before going into and the like, recording. I'm sorry, like most of his most of his promos with the heavy breathing, like I can't do it, man. I like he would take that huge big breath and then talk. And then some of the times I don't know what he was saying because he would just ramble off. He's all jacked up on coke, man. Like, it, I get it, but I think some, the most memorable thing that Warrior did was with Hogan. And after that, I don't, I don't really. Mm. We just advanced the Rock. 
Yeah, yeah. The Rock. The Rock advances. Like, I, I, I tried to be nice for War, Ultimate Warrior, but I just can't. Like I, I'm probably gonna get shit for shitting on Ultimate Warrior, but I don't care. So I'm gonna go with The Rock. So that ends the '90s portion of the bracket. Let's get to the great stuff. The, in my opinion, where, probably the best era of wrestling. This is where best, we're probably going to be at each other's throats. Yes, this is arguably the best era in wrestling. The 2000s. Take me back. The first, this is the Attitude Era going into the Ruthless Aggression Era. But we Greatest have era of all time. <laughs> we have the first matchup. We have Batista. Oh, you versus bastard. No, no, you're reading it wrong, asshole. No, the way you sent the message wrong. The way I sent it, but you have to read it right. Um, the first matchup we that have Batista versus Booker T. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who's starting Booker. this off? Who's starting this off? I don't, uh, do you want to start off? Or you want me to go? You can go ahead, Brian. You were already talking. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's got to take one more puff of a cigarette before his asthma fucks him up. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Brian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So Get the rescue inhaler. Yeah, oh, fine. Sean's going. All right. All right. So. Batista, five time me. That's Booker T. I don't know how many times he had the world title, but who gives a fuck? I'm pretty sure he's like a six. One of, one of the champion. greatest big gold belt holders of all time in WWE history. Not mm-hmm. WCW, WWE history. Mm-hmm. Beat Triple H, beat Jericho, beat Holly for a belt. <laughs> hey, I don't give a fuck. That cage jump oh. in prison is awesome. Let's not talk uh, about I hate Holly, but that was awesome. I didn't like Batista's promo work, but his he had more memorable matches than Booker T, in my opinion. Booker T's best matches, honestly, in my opinion, came from his WCW run. See, that's, he held mm. the WCW championship five times, but this is about WWF-E. Batista had memorable matches with Triple H, Edge, Cena, Orton. Uh, Keep on going, I'm buddy. I'm trying to remember. Uh, fucking, uh, fucking returning at Royal Rumble. Eddie Guerrero. Fuck off, Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Went in the Royal Rumble twice. Okay. Look, okay. Look Best moment of him being in WWE was King Booker. We both just did the pinky pose at the same time. That's how awesome. See, see, see. Hold on, hold on here. Uh, you cannot sit here and say that King Booker was just the most memorable thing in Booker Yo, T's career in WWE. Hold on. Yeah. Listen no, no, to me. Listen, hold before on. Before you continue, King Booker. Booker. Okay? You, you cannot sit there and say that was his most memorable thing. First He's off, some great shit. He, created, he created a great tag team. He created a great tag team with Goldust. I'll give you that. And RVD, right? He gave us great. Batista, man. Hold on, hold on. He gave us great mid card feuds with John Cena, Chris Benoit. He, I think he had a little bit. Oh yeah, he gave us a great, great build up to Mania 19 with Triple H. When Triple H, we know what he said in that promo, and we know how he got to Booker T. In my opinion, Booker should have went over in Mania 19. That's just my opinion because he had the buildup. He had the hype behind him. Triple H obviously just went over. Then you had the grocery store brawl with Stone Cold. Yeah. You can't just say Booker T did. 
I see where Ant's coming from. But you can't Ant, just say that that was. But but but, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not knocking Batista. I'm not going against. Oh, no, I Batista. know you're not. But, but this this one thing's gonna help my fucking case. Yeah, but he's just trying to defend that. Booker T's only significant thing was not as King Booker. Yeah. No, it's not. It was, he, he had, had so much. Like, He's done so much. Oh God! All right, turn that off before we get copyrighted. We get where you're coming from. It's one of the greatest songs of all time, if not the greatest. Batista. I get that. Man. But he's okay. just trying to. Explain I'm just trying to combat with you that Booker T has had way more memorable moments than just being King Booker. Yeah. Even the and even the feud. Uh, I'm trying to advance. Even the, the feud with the hold up. Even the feud with the boogeyman and my favorite feud of all time of Booker T. Kurt Booker T. T and Kurt Angle, all about that bestiality sex. Oh my god, that was great with your wife. <sighs> one of the best finishers of all time. The pista bomb. Okay, and since you were talking, I might as well let you finish and. I I I. I'm not going to acknowledge Batista's 2014 run at all. I thought it was good. Okay. That, I'll acknowledge the second half, not the first half. The second half with Evolution. Yes. The first half was abysmal. He should have never I, won I the Rumble. Him. I'm sorry. I didn't mind the Rumble win. Mm-mm. I just didn't like everything after. I feel like that was – that's the thing. Because that was the year everyone chanted for Brian. Ever That was the year – Honestly, Punk should have won that Rumble. Just saying. I know. Just saying. It hurt my feelings every time. It hurt me. Punk should have won the Rumble and finally got his main event spot. But that didn't happen because, you know, circumstances. They wanted Punk to feud with fucking Kane at Mania. I don't want to hear it. So, but I will acknowledge everything that Batista has done in the 2000s. Evolution. Built up to be a fucking monster. But before Evolution, he was Deacon Batista. In Leviathan and OVW. <laughs> Deacon exactly. Batista, managing Deacon. one of the underrated characters of all time. Reverend Devon. Oh, testification. But Batista... Sean, you also forgot to mention The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that too. Back you like... bitch. Shut up. Ba- in the Batista's greatest feud was with The Undertaker. I'll, some I'll might say some might say it was Triple H. No, it was with the Undertaker. You had the Mania oh, match. You had, I believe, what the Steel Cage match at Survivor Series, or was it Hell in a Cell, or was it Steel Cage? No, he had Hell in a Cell with Triple H at Vengeance. Great match. No, I get Hell in a Cell with Undertaker at Survivor Series. Was it Hell in a Cell? Edge came out yeah. with the camera. That's right. That's right. It was Hell in a Cell. Okay. Okay. Got mixed up, but you got what I'm saying. Undertaker was his greatest feud. That alone trumps what Booker T did. Don't get me wrong. I love Booker T. I love his in-ring work. I love his character all around. But Batista advances in my book because that's everything Batista did. He was one of the top stars in the 2000s. Arguably, he was head-to-head with Cena as top guy in the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah. So Batista advances. Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing. Booker has had incredible moments, but with accomplishment wise, for the what five years, six years that Batista was there in the main event, dominated, just dominated. Perfect. Um, Batista as a heel, like you were, you were talking about earlier about how his promos were bad. I feel like his promos were great as heel. 
Oh, um, when he was Hollywood Batista, he was a fucking dick, and I loved it. Yes, you're supposed to be my friend. Um, but yeah, Batista, like Sean alluded to earlier, the fucking Batista theme song, it just gets you mm-hmm. so hyped up every time. Um, Batista is one of my childhood favorites, so um, nothing against fucking Booker T, though. Um, I'm gonna say this just like you said earlier if he was against anybody else, probably would advance, but you put him against a guy who's main event at WrestleMania like three or four times. Batista. So, yeah, oh, yeah, by the okay. way, Batista's the reason why CM Punk cashed in his first ever money in the bank. Oh, yeah. This is true. This is true. I will give you that. And Batista just got a title shot for no reason. Like, the motherfucker was handed a title shot after Cena pretty much went through a grueling Elimination Chamber match. I didn't like that. Well, because, I didn't like it either. That's because Cena was poking his nose in Bret Hart's business. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so Batista advances. The next one, I think, is relatively easy. Is The Undertaker... Versus the big show. Undertaker. Uh just shriek. Fucking dead man <laughs> dive. Fucking uh <laughs> multiple world title reigns. The American <laughs> badass Undertaker, man. Um I love the big show, man. One of my favorite giants of all time. I I gotta go with the Undertaker. Yeah, you I think can't. I, I'm not gonna bury the big show, but um he, he he for what he did he was great in every role he was he was what they call like a, a utility guy you know anytime they needed someone for a spot big show would be there um mm-hmm. he was there for the the Floyd Mayweather match which was awesome oh, and great. we could talk about the worst celebrity match with him and uh, Aki Bono let's well, not oh but, god um, oh god that was um, abysmal but you know B- big show honestly like People like shit on the big show a lot and I feel like he he was better than that you know um the tag team with Kane um, Jericho, his 2000. Yeah, I love Jericho. His 2002 run was pretty good. Yeah, the world 2002, team. 2003, when he was with Paul Heyman, that was awesome. And uh, feud with Lesnar, that was fucking, great. The dude won the WWE Championship in like his first year. He, he yep. debuted in like '99. He won later that year. Yep. Yep. Um, but the only oh, to drop it like a couple months later. First person to hold the WWE, WCW, ECW champions. See that? Yeah, that exactly. See, he's got. He's got something to sit on right there, but at the same time, you're I'm going against the greatest gimmick of all time. You're going against the Phenom, the the man who fucking went undefeated 21 WrestleManias. He was, honestly, whenever there was a shit WrestleMania, he was the drawing point. Of course. And, like Mania 25. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Undertaker... He's, he's also one of those guys. People don't fucking watch wrestling. Everyone knows who the fuck Undertaker is. Undertaker. And once um, you hear he's that everywhere. Go down, bro, you're obviously going to fucking mark out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wish I could have seen Big Evil live, but it's whatever. That was when I was a kid. But still, Undertaker <laughs> triumphs over the big show. Just keep rolling. No more BS here. The Undertaker advances. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just going to sum it up between Taker and Big Show. Like, the Ministry of Darkness, the the angle he did with Stephanie. Where like to, cr- Stephanie? Yeah, and then the I'm just gonna say the feud with Kane. Oh yeah, tr- trumps everything Big Show did. So, plus you gave us the American Badass, then you gave us like I'm not gonna speak of that match he had with Hulk Hogan in 2002. Let's not talk about that. All right. The feud was dope. The feud was dope. Feud was dope. Match was terrible. 
Um, Taker, Taker and Michaels put on one of the two of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. My favorite match of all time. And then he cut, he came back later in his career and gave us two more with Triple H, knowing they already had a great match at Mania 17. Yeah. Like the streak alone, Undertaker advances. So Um, I will give Big Show props though, because. Um, oh yeah, Taker was the guy who you know kind of mentored Big Show. Um, exactly early in his career, but you know, um, still not on the level of Taker. The Big Show was the second coming of Andre the Giant, just not as popular, not as big. So, oh yeah, he was called the Big Show. I mean, it's sad to say that he, he was pretty much like the the void to fill when it yeah, came to Andre the Giant. Did, yeah. <laughs> Another thing that bothered me, you can never tell if Big Show wants to be face or fucking heel. That's why I'm saying he's a utility guy. Anytime they exactly. need someone in a program, you just put him right there. And I'm not going to knock Big Show's work. He, he gave us some great matches. I'm not yep. going to knock his work. He gave us matches with Cena. He gave us matches with Guerrero. Like, Rock, great angle. Benoit. Taker. Like, great, great. He has great matches, but nothing trumps what Undertaker did. So Undertaker advances. This next one's going to hurt me, man. This next one's going to hurt me. Triple H versus Chris Benoit. Can't should go first. I I need to cry this out. Like, two of you, both of you know Chris Benoit is my favorite wrestler of all time. I'm not, I'm not saying he's my favorite human being. I'm not talking about what he did outside the ring. If we're going to talk about in-ring work, Benoit is that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. Greatest technical wrestler of all time, in my opinion, over Bret Hart. Yes, I said that. Benoit was the guy to work with in the ring. And if you were able to hang with Benoit and Benoit shows you the sign of respect, for example, Randy Orton, if Benoit shows you that respect, he knows, he knows you kept up with him in the ring. Benoit, his in-ring work was like no other. No other. Like, I'll, I, oh, God, this kills me. I just can't compare him to Triple H. Because 14-time world champion. 14-time champion. Oh, you had world Rumble winner. Five-time Intercontinental champion. Two of the greatest factions of all time. Evolution and DX. Three-time tag team champion. Okay, we get it. Let Ant talk. He's we get it. His heart out. Ant's pouring his Benoit, heart out. Let him speak. I feel like if Benoit was given the chance, he would have been at least a two- or three-time world champion. I feel like they oh, jumped yeah. the gun on him. Well, they jumped the gun on him. Champion. He was. Let's not talk about that. He was supposed to beat Punk. He was supposed to do it. My God, that was going to be a great match, too. That I was going to mark the fuck out for that. But let's not go there. And Punk and Benoit could have gave us something so memorable. Like, they could have gave us, like, something that would have talked about in the annals of history. Anals of history. Anals. And, anals. And, but you can't compare to what Triple H did in ring work aspect, overall career aspect. Like, Triple H was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Vince McMahon's son in law. Like, yeah, whatever. But, or he's whatever. Stepson. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. He, Stephanie's husband. I get that. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of like the name Stepson. It's funny because it helps. Stepson. Stepson. Yeah. But, like, Triple H came from Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Great, great character. But then 
turned that shit into a full 360, gave us one of the greatest characters of all time, gave us one of the greatest theme songs of all time, gave us one of the greatest My time! Entrances. My time! Actually, gave us one of the... Gave us three great theme songs. Three! My time, the game... And the King of King. Kings. Honestly, four if you include uh, King of Kings, too. King of Kings. Four of the well, greatest... Always, always, always one of the greatest WrestleMania entrances of all time. Ever. Always. Every, every year he would wrestle, I would always look forward to his entrances. But his in-ring workability, there's no... Like, you can't... Just Benoit's name, best... Baby. I'm sorry. Benoit's... A lot of people are going to say Benoit's best match was the triple threat match. To me, it wasn't. Benoit's best match was at the Rumble with Angle. Yeah. In 03. That was arguably his best match in his career. Then you had his match with Eddie Guerrero at Vengeance. Then you had his match, his triple threat match with Michaels and Triple H. Then you, Benoit was one of the two guys to ever tap out Cena and Lesnar. Yeah. Crazy. But with Triple H, the Triple H, you know what? Fuck it. Triple H advances. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm letting y'all go. I can't. Nah, I, felt, I, I felt bad when I saw that in the bracket because I knew that would hurt you. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's also kind of fucked up, too, because Benoit's your favorite wrestler and Triple H is my favorite wrestler. No, my favorite wrestler. <laughs> if we were going to talk about – If we were going to talk, <laughs> we talk about – Listen, if we were going to talk about in-ring wrestling work, That's different. Benoit yeah. would have won this whole tournament. In my opinion, Benoit would have won this whole tournament. That Either guy was – that. Him, Angle, or Eddie. But to me, Benoit would have won this tournament. Like, you – what he was that good of a technical wrestler in that ring, and he barely, barely missed. Even when there was a botch, Benoit was there to clean it up. Like, just like Eddie, they were pure ring generals. Yeah, but career aspect, Triple H is that guy, and I hate yeah, it. Triple I H. fucking hate yeah. it how this bracket was placed. I was so sad when I was making it. Oh man! But Triple H advances in my book. I really did feel bad, man. But <laughs> this man's doing the fucking Carlton over here while seated. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Triple H, you know, both honestly, both Triple H and Benoit both like came up and they had to like work really hard. You know, um, mm-hmm. Triple H came in. I uh, did the gimmick with uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and then unfortunately the curtain call happened, and right. then that kind of derailed his career for a bit. Um, but he overcame that. He kept working hard. Um. Uh, yeah, he's had one of the best careers, like anyone can really say. Um, mm-hmm. He's had many memorable matches, many memorable feuds. Um, very good storyteller, and what he did with NXT also <sighs> shows how good of a fucking, how good of a mind this guy has for wrestling. Because um, he actually yeah. listens to the fans. He listens to the fans, and he's smart. <laughs> he he knows what he knows what he's doing because he's he's been around some of the greatest minds of all time. But um. Triple H, the man with three H's, fourteen-time world champion, man. Fourteen-time. Here we go. Five-time Intercontinental champion, man. Jesus. I gotta go take through his accomplishments. King of the Ring, man. Fucking uh, <sighs> two-time Hall of Fame. Wait, what? DX. Yeah, it's all just DX. Wait, one time he never went individually. Evolution. Evo- oh, no, no evolution. Shit. Oh yeah, evolution. He did that. Oh yeah, they did go in. Yeah. My fault, my fault. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I higher? You but 
honestly, <laughs> I love Benoit. One of my one, like one of my favorite top. No, five. no, wait, top timeout. Five. Evolution didn't make it in. Ah, Not yet. shit. Because okay, I guess we're waiting for Randy to retire on that. But Benoit, yeah. still, he's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Benoit is one of my favorite top ten wrestlers of all time. I mm. wouldn't put in my top five yet. But one of my He's favorite, top 10. one of my favorite United States champions of all time. Can we? Yeah, can we like reminisce of the time where he feuded with Orlando Jordan? Bro, twenty six seconds. Face in like what? Twenty five. Twenty five seconds. seconds, and then for the next couple weeks on SmackDown, like this man eight, was making a cup of coffee and taking a piss in the bathroom. Ben Benoit, like around like oh six or seven. He was a gem old. around that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. My first my first ever uh, time ever again to watch a Benoit match, sadly, was during the time where, like, right before the death and everything. It was, like, 2006. It was a SmackDown. And he won his last, I know, second to last United States Championship. Yeah, because he beat, um, he beat yeah. Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. That was my yeah. first time ever getting to watch one of his matches. Because I really get to watch pay-per-views as much. Wish I was able to watch but one. I love I... Benoit. I love Triple H. Um, history can't hold itself. I got to go with Triple H on this one. Mm-hmm. Triple H. Sorry, man. Uh, I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. Let's. I'm. I'm hoping my my next my second favorite is going to hold here. Ooh. Triple H advances. Curious. The next one is Kurt Angle versus Rob Van Dam. Listen. Let's fight. Let's fight. All right. Look. Are your second favorite? Kurt Angle is my second favorite. Yeah. Right, like, Kurt, Let's fight. Like, Rob Van Dam, bro. Right. Listen. This dude is like fucking cool as shit. We just fucking um, we were just at the Met, Battle yeah, I know. show. I know. I and fucking RVE was there. I wish I could have got a picture with him, but he came by ringside. We shot a little video. I was like, "That's cool." RVD is like you. super chill, fucking awesome. Um, definitely has had some of the greatest matches of all time. But nobody, I swear to God, like this man, Kurt fucking Angle, man, pop the perk. He's fucking like. <laughs> Swear to God, like I can watch Kurt Angle matches for days. Fucking Kurt Angle, like one of the greatest wrestlers of all. He's if not one, if not the best fucking wrestler of all time. He's like up there in like the top five, like greatest wrestler of all time. How many people yes. can say they were an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling? Came into the WWE, won the WWE Championship in their first year, and fucking accomplished so much more. And on top and of that, what? he was actually entertaining. He's the yes. WWE Tag Team Champion with. Your first favorite, Aunt Chris Benoit. So it all ties yes. in, you know. SmackDown tag titles, I know. Four-time tag titles. Listen. Uh, Four-time I can't even, like, argue. I love Van Damme, but fucking Kurt Angle's fucking up. Kurt Angle just passes on to the next round. Uh, <laughs> Ang Angle? For me, at least. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to argue RVD going into the next round if it's against Kurt Angle. No. Anyone else, probably. Yeah, RVD's awesome. I love RVD. One of my favorite uh, high flyers of all time. Um, his, his wife is also pretty hot too, but it's a different story. <laughs> but I can't argue RVD going over fucking Kurt Angle in this fucking point. No, Angle's accomplished way more. Great promo work, great ring work. Has one of the best kickouts of all time. Gets a Yo, fucking. He really does have the best kickouts of. Yes, has the fucking crowd chanting during his theme song. You suck. Yep. You suck. You suck. Which you now suck. inspired the John Cena I sucks. I loved it. 
Kurt Angle advances. I'm sorry. Kurt, uh, come on. Am I going to shoot down Rob Van Dam's popularity? Hell no. Hell that no, dude was dude. that dude was over as fuck in the WWE. Yeah, the whole show. But Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Neck. Kurt Angle advances. I, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna be bold. Angle's my pick all the way. Ah. Fuck you. Angle's my pick all the way. Pick all the way. Because I'm going just Angle. Think- the thing with that is, if I say who my pick is, it's gonna like have everyone like, oh, we gotta <laughs> keep. Go. No, gotta you keep know what? I, him. I was, I was able to take the wound. I was able to take the hit with Benoit. But fuck no, I'm fighting for Angle. Angle's going all the way. Fuck all y'all. He's doing yeah. it. I will die right, with him. Bro. I don't right, care. I'm not even gonna lie. So the next matchup, we have Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Uh, this is easy, man. Easy. This, easy. This easy. Is my heart reading. Easy, Edge, man. Edge. Who oh, else? Fuck you. Fuck Who you. Eleven-time world champion, a five-time Intercontinental champion. Okay. Okay. Only, okay. Right, one of the, only two to win the King okay. of the Ring, the Royal Rumble, and okay. okay. The money in the bank. Only Brock Lesnar can also say that. Okay. Okay. Here. Here's the thing, though. Did Edge ever beat Brock Lesnar? I don't know, but still, he lost to him once. Yeah, but they, they they only faced off one time at like. But still, 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 but that was when that was before okay. Ed broke out of his fucking shell. No one. Ed I'm gonna say this right. Time world tag team champion, bro. Fucking seven times with Christian and two of Benoit and like a few more of okay. other teams like Hollywood Hogan. I get that. I get Edge's accomplishments. He, I get who that. Who else can say? They had a live sex celebration. Come on. <laughs> Did Edge ever come out in a fucking lowrider? Put Did it that way. Ed, Did Eddie Guerrero ever compete in one of the best? Did, Did Edge? Did Edge ever? Did Edge ever compete in a cussing battle? That's different. He didn't have. To no, no. Fuck that. that. Look, look. If you want to go by accomplishments, if you want to go by accomplishments, Edge takes the cake. Match overall? Yeah. Match uh, overall, Edge also takes the cake. He's done. No. Honestly, Eddie can't – you can't say Eddie like – Eddie has like, you know, he, he only had like a uh, seven-year tenure at WWE in my opinion. Edge, Look. Edge is fucking taking the cake on this one. Honest. I, obviously. I'm sorry, Ant. I'm sorry. I'm going with Eddie. Yeah. I'm going with Eddie. Dude. The legacy alone, I'm going with Eddie. Taker. Cena, T-Set. that's great. See, Eddie, Eddie gave us a great few with Cena. He gave us one of the. It doesn't matter. Eddie gave us a great few with Cena. He gave us a great few with Angle, then Benoit, and then you had the tag team with Chavo, and then he gave us a, a an amazing feud with Rey Mysterio, one of the most memorable feuds of all time. Plus, you had Eddie Guerrero with the Latino Heat character, and came out with China. Now that you know. Who, who can touch that? Real look like a legitimate threat in 2011. That's not even a good argument. That's not a good argument. I wouldn't bring that. Hold on. You can't make that an argument because Punk and Cena also made Del, Del Rio a threat. You can't make that, that an argument. I, but, uh, hold on. Hold on. Really had. Not to mention, Eddie Guerrero had one of the greatest SmackDown matches with Edge. And Edge is the only person to unify the United States Championship 
from WCW and the Intercontinental. All right, all right, all right, all right. Just by legacy alone? Great. I respect what Edge did. The motherfucker was okay. Here's here's the little here's the little hiccup with Edge right now. The motherfucker was given greatest wrestling match of all time. It wasn't even the greatest wrestling match of 2020. Okay. Okay. Now you're so I'm picking. That was a pretty good fucking match. You're starting to lose. It was a great match. No, it was a great fucking match. I'll give you that. But everything that Eddie did, Eddie was fucking entertaining. He got a crowd, no matter what he was, face or heel. Not even the lowrider aspect. Not even the lowrider aspect. I will take, if you want to also talk about promo work, Eddie takes the cake. I will take Eddie's promo. That one promo he had against Brock Lesnar over what Edge did any day. Edge takes the cake. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Here, listen. Listen, I will fight you. Listen. Yes. Eddie, Eddie was, I get Edge had the live sex show. I get Edge was very entertaining. But you can't, you cannot overshadow what Eddie did for the ruthless aggression era. You can't do. I understand. WWE. If Eddie was still alive, if if Eddie was still alive at the time, he would have done probably more than what Edge did. He probably would have done better than what Edge did. I agree with you on that one. He would have. But you cannot. But anything. They came around at a great time. Both of them. They both. Dude, they were both our childhoods, dude. I'm older than you, and they were both our fucking childhoods. <laughs> no, listen, I'm right there. I'm, I'm, I'm right SummerSlam this year, one of the best entrances I've ever seen. Bring back the brood, even though Gangrel okay. and Chris weren't even with him. That's great. Great fucking entrance. Don't Eddie Guerrero gave us one of the most underrated factions he in the Radicals. I don't want to hear that. Listen, listen. Eddie Guerrero gave us one of the greatest, uh, the underrated faction in the Radicals with Terry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and Chris Benoit. Remember that. Rated RKO. Fucking uh, ENC gave us. Edge gave me. Him and er, Ray, Eddie. Eddie gave underrated me. Underrated tag team. Okay. An underrated tag team with best. Eddie and Batista. Best one of the best two out of three falls tag team matches. Him and Ray versus Benoit and Angle. One of the best okay. 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 tag okay. team matches. Let me give you this. Let me let me say this though. Okay. Let me let me argue with this. Let me argue on this though. Name me one edge world title victory that was more memorable than Eddie's. Let's see. Him and him and Cena Limitation Chamber. Him, no, him and Edge Limitation. Whatever, uh, whatever does not that does not trump Eddie's moment against Brock. Any world title that Edge won, any moment doesn't trump when doesn't trump Eddie's world title victory. Him and Taker, one night okay. stand. Fight me, keep going, keep going. It does not trump Eddie's moment as champion. Him and Taker Brock. alone at WrestleMania twenty four again. Royal um, WrestleMania main events of all okay. Time. One of the best main event matches of all time, but you had a scrawny Eddie, like 220 pound Eddie Guerrero. No one would have ever thought he would beat someone as hot as Lesnar was at the time, yeah, because T- Lesnar was leaving the company soon. Doesn't matter if anything, you could have had Lesnar hold the belt till Mania 20 and have him drop it to Goldberg. And uh, no, not no, no, I'm saying Eddie was. Nobody knew. Nobody yeah. would have thought Eddie would have been that guy. He was, Eddie he carried. Was going to beat Lesnar because Lesnar okay. was going out of the company. But here's the thing. 
I will give you that. Look, Eddie carried a fucking brand on his back that whole tenure. That whole ruthless aggression era, Eddie carried on his back until his retirement. Fuck off, dude. Anything that Edge did, Eddie did better. I'm going with Eddie. Uh, I don't know. Brian? Edge is also one of the only guys other than Brock Lesnar to win Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, and the King of the Ring. Come on. See, that's where it's so hard because he's also a Hall of Famer, unlike uh, also of Eddie, but still, he made he, Eddie was inducted first. Headlined, and headlined oh my God. a Hall of Fame over Eddie. Um, so and you want to talk about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And we'll, I'll stick this. I'll get. I'll fucking argue with this too. You want to say that Edge and Taker are one of the best Mania matches of all time, right? Yes. Eddie and Angle was better. No. Yes. Yes. I, I be, From start I to finish, that. start to finish, even with the fuck finish with the boot. No, I can't. I can't that was better. a great finish. It was I a great. It was a great better. finish, but that's no, I will look. Over. I'm sorry. I I am not shooting down Edge's legacy. I am not shooting down anything, even with his miraculous comeback after nine years. I get that. Come on, I get Bam Neely. Don't bring up Bam Neely. Listen, all right, listen. I'm I'm gonna need y'all to shut the fuck up now, because y'all are making me fucking wanting to start fucking smoking cigarettes because of this fucking argument. Um, Hold on, time. Hold on. Eddie had the fucking tag team titles with Tajiri. Yeah. Hey, that was dope. He put Tajiri over. Not many people say that. Last episode. Shut up. Go ahead. Um, so this is very hard for me. Both of y'all make valid, very, very, very fucking valid points. To a point where I am torn myself. You um, destroyed a fucking laptop edge. Come on. Like return of the year. Okay. Markout moment. This is where it goes. Like Edge is most iconic moment for me is probably this rumble return that he recently just had. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Eddie's most iconic moment is the rum is the uh no way out victory over Brock. Lesnar. So it's come on now. Fuck. And both were unexpected. Let me think of the I think this is how I could do it. Let me think of the down points of each his career. Eddie okay. really didn't have a, a, a down point nope. in his WWE run. Nope. Edge? Mm. Well, he had a down... Kind of when he first came in, he was still feeling himself, but that's how everyone all starts out. But um, it seemed like when Eddie came in, like he had so much charisma, and Vince pretty much, I believe... I'm, I, I would hope Vince saw him as a star right away, if anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Eddie, maybe he didn't win the Royal Rumble. Maybe he didn't win Money in the Bank because right when, right before his right uh, untimely passing, the Money in the Bank came into fruition. And I guarantee you if Eddie was alive, he would have been Money in the Bank winner. Oh, definitely. De- like a thousand. I guarantee he would have won a fuck. If he didn't, if he wasn't working Michaels at fucking WrestleMania 22, he probably would have won Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like, like I really want to... Damn. Either way, <laughs> uh, it's a fuck situation because both these guys are incredible. Uh, yes, yes, you have that. But what? Wait, what was it? He said the innovator of TLC. Oh God. Okay, okay. not no, Veggie. Okay. I'm not Veggie girl. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying Edge was the pure innovator of TLC. Now, 
Yeah, that was that was a group was factor. A group yeah, that was a group thing. Um, it's come on, Brian. You have Edge. He has Eddie. Damn, like Edge's theme song forever is fucking. Awesome. But you have Latino heat. Are incredible. Um, but it's like. Eddie, like, <laughs> I'm just, all right, I need to make a decision now. Come on. Otherwise, come on. this podcast is going to be on for another 35 minutes. I can't call recess <laughs> and have a smoke break no. and then come back. Um, nope. Not going to lie, Sean does make valid points, but Ant also does make valid points. Um. <laughs> even though edge was at the top towards the end of his run i don't think his last three years before he officially retired were that good i'm not gonna lie from the 09 to 11 i'm sorry it's it was all right it wasn't as good as his 06 to 09 work 06 to 08. Um, I would say 09 just because that was right before, right when him and Jericho had the tag team and then he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Jeff Hardy. Oh, fuck. You got got Eddie Ray, Eddie Angle, Eddie Brock, Eddie Eddie Cena. Fuck. Oh, my God. And then with Edge, you have Eddie Cena, Eddie, I mean, Edge Cena, Edge Edge Taker, Edge Triple H, Edge Taker. The thing now, what you were trying to say was, were you trying to say that the match with Taker and Edge was more memorable than Brock and Eddie and Angle? Or are you talking about Eddie and Angle? I thought you were talking about Brock. And oh Angle. no 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 no! Like I was saying, in any of Edge's world title runs, like people would think they were memorable when he won the title. Nothing comes close Dude, to Eddie and Brock. He put it in his yearbook. 12th grade yearbook that he was going to win the WWE championship and he held to that. Okay. And he won the Do you belt know what like again 20 years later? That's that's great. A yearbook wish. But do you know what Eddie fucking went through? Yeah, you know what? Edge went through, he broke his fucking neck. And Eddie was back. a Eddie Everyone Eddie was a, Eddie almost died like three times in his career. He had, yeah, he had a drug addiction. He over He was a yeah, huge not, drug not, addict. Not, not he was a huge drug. Look. Vince, I'll give you this. Vince released Eddie in an early point of his career so because can, of his yeah. drug addict, so he can clean yeah. himself up. He yeah. came back and not failed since. He never dropped the ball. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that, but I'm just saying. And also, you would have never thought in all of his trials and tribulations, you would have never thought that moment would come when he beat Brock for the title because technically that was supposed to be Angle's spot. That was supposed to be Benoit's spot. That was supposed to be Cena's spot. No, it was Eddie. So again, here's where I'm going to put it in perspective. Edge may have had the first Money in the Bank cash in, but I feel like Eddie's title victory um, against Brock was definitely better. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a great moment in itself. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, like, it's so hard, but I really am going to have to say Eddie. Like, Yes! With, with, Eddie just leaves, a, like, a great legacy behind, and 
I don't think anyone like Hispanic wise, like the the Hispanic demographic, no will match like it. That. Can anyone come close to Eddie? You know, Ray's in his own ballpark, but Eddie Guerrero is just once in a lifetime spectacular individual. Um, I have to go with Eddie. Regret. Boom goes the dynamite. It's very bitch. hard. It was very hard though. But I, I know Sean's. I know Sean's mad. I know Sean is yeah, mad right now. Look. He gave me the look, but I'm just. <laughs> Sean, it's all fun and love, man. I love you. Okay, it's all fun and love. Just watch out. You, you, <laughs> you look, look, look. I'm gonna give Sean this. He put up a good fight. That was one of. That was probably the best debate we've ever had. To make me fucking decide that shit, though. Hey, Sean. Sean immediately went off and said Edge. So I had the. I had the fight back. I'm, so I'm glad that you guys actually argued. That was probably <laughs> that was literally as of right now in our podcast history right now, that was the best debate we've ever had. So Sean, I give you props, but boom goes the dynamite bitch. That's all I gotta say. So <laughs> Eddie Guerrero advances. That was hard fought, but Eddie Guerrero advances. The next matchup, we have Rey Mysterio versus John Cena. This is very unfair. <laughs> I love fucking Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is one of the fucking greatest baby faces of all time, but it doesn't come close to John Cena. It's um, Cena. It's Cena. John, John Cena. I, I, unless you fucking think Rey Mysterio, I'll, which I doubt. I don't know no. why I would have to debate. I, I have. I don't have the energy to Maybe, fight. I did one. want Rey Mysterio to beat John Cena on that Raw to retain the WWE Championship. Of course, that of course. That Rey Mysterio is better than John Cena. John Cena gets the win over fucking sixteen-time world champion. Two-time Royal Rumble winner, fucking Money in the Bank holder. John Cena's done it all. Fucking five hundred fucking Make a Wishes. Like John Cena is the guy. You yeah. can't really dispute that, you know. No, and and I I have no. I'm not gonna spare the energy to to argue on this one. Like Ray, like you said, Ray's in a world of his own. Like he's still going and bringing his son Dominic into this. My son Dominic. Uh, Grant, granted, Dominic's still a little green in my opinion, but he's he can work. You know, there's there's still work to be done. He's still young, um, but whatever Mysterio did in his career just can't. You cannot match Big Match John. Like, seen as a 16-time world champ, he can still go to this day. He's still he's probably the biggest draw in history, right now, all time. And Cena came from being what was it the prototype he came the prototype from, hey came he came from being the prototype he came from that, being that was successful vince thought of that man as a fucking top heel back in the day right and he gave us one of the greatest moments with the ruthless aggression against angle and got the respect of taker i mean he was up and down with that character but then he gave us the doctor of thugonomics that's all i have to say the doctor of thugonomics Poor alone <laughs> Then he gave us two iconic spinner belts. One of which carried until 2014. So, John Cena. John Cena is my pick. John Felix Anthony Cena Jr. (laughs) (laughs) He's the winner. He's winning. (laughs) Sorry, Ray Ray. I I love Ray. Ray. I love Ray. I love Ray. I remember watching WrestleMania 22 on disc. It was my Aunt Lorraine got me a fucking WrestleMania 22. Like, Brian has WrestleMania 23. I had WrestleMania 22. The Hall of Fame, Disc 1, mm-hmm. Disc 2, 
I had the whole thing for WrestleMania 22. That's one of my favorite WrestleManias of all time. Rey Mysterio winning the triple threat between Angle and Rey, uh, Randy Orton. One of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. Uh, but Cena was mm-hmm. also in that WrestleMania. And he gave me one of the fucking best matches with him and Triple H. Hell yeah. Yeah. Him and Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 23. Him, Triple H, and Randy Orton, WrestleMania 24. Underrated Triple H. Not even that. Edge, Big Show, WrestleMania right, 25. Not, that, that was under. That. It was an underrated. It was hard. But he gave us a moment by lifting he, both he, of them. He gave us a moment. Good. I don't good. want to talk about him and Miz. Him and Rock two, two times. Two times. Great. I got to see the second one live in East Rutherford. Fucking MetLife. Yep. I was there. Him and Roman Reigns. Him and Bray was even fucking good. Him and yeah. Rusev. Rusev. Rusev was also fucking good. I like underrated. how you're just naming Mania matches, which makes it even funny. Because him, Cena was Mania. Him and Taker, even though the big Edge. two, him and Edge, yeah, also another good fucking feud. Fucking Cena takes the cake on this one. I'm sorry, Ray Mysterio. I mm-hmm. love you. <laughs> John Cena. Embrace the hate, Sean. Fuck you. Not to mention, not to mention the one-hour match with Michaels on Raw. Uh, yes. Fuck you. That was a great Cena. Was. Cena takes the cake. The next matchup, I think this is a breeze. Chris Jericho versus Kane. Ooh, this is like <laughs> Sean's intrigued. I do think that Jericho's more his more accomplishments came from WCW, in my opinion. What? No, he no, went, he no. Went Intercontinental Championship nine times. The Anything first ever, ever undisputed, undisputed champion. champion. I'm not. I'm not picking Kane, but I'm saying Jericho. Jericho's more like. The best runs were from WCW, AEW. That's when he started to feel his niche in WCW when he came over I, to I, WWE. I, I did love Jericho in WWE. Don't get me wrong. I love Kane too. I didn't, I, I I'm going to bring this guy. factor into a match later on. But so you're picking. I'm picking Jericho. Jericho. Um, Brian, I fucking love Kane. Mm-hmm. Like I really love Kane. that fucking slow chemical song. His fucking incredible debut in '97. Um. But apart from that, like he was he was a constant in the WWE, but at the same time, he never really did anything upper echelon that was like incredible, you know. Like he besides was, the he... debut, um, besides his world heavyweight championship heel run, team hell no, the Undertaker saga. Other than that, like Kane was just kind of there. He was awesome I mean... at what he did, but he was just there. Jericho, on the other hand, nine-time intercontinental champion, multi-time tag team champion, first ever undisputed champion. Had the incredible feud with fucking Shawn Michaels. Grand Slam champion won the United States Championship. Jericho did it all, man. Yeah. And he currently yeah. constantly evolved his character. And he's still constantly evolving his character. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with Jericho, but I love Kane though. I'll give I'll give my whole I, I loved I love Kane, his character all around. I even loved when he first took off the mask and he was that evil son of a bitch. Mm. Like just like killing everybody in sight. Testicles. That was a great feud. I, I feel like that was an underrated feud. Don't get me wrong. I love that feud. Shane and Kane. And then I oh, even yeah, loved when, I love those matches. Yeah, exactly. And then you had the promotion to see no evil. That was also great. The movie sucked, but it was a great the promotion. The first one they, was awesome. I still they, have that on DVD. Okay. It, to me, it sucked. But like, I love how they built around it with the whole May 19th aspect. And Let's like, see. I guess Ant was... didn't like seeing Kane's little dick. <laughs> but like, I, I love Kane's work all around. But you can't, it's Jericho, the first ever undisputed champion. The 
19th. A nine-time, nine-time Intercontinental Champion. Then he had a memorable run, a memorable feud with Shawn Michaels in 08. Yes. That alone, pinnacle. Then, then he gave us one of the most memorable, like an underrated memorable feud with Kevin Owens. I'd love. He that. had great work with it's Kevin terrible. Owens. And every t- every time Jericho changed his character, something was always over. Yes, that's how list. good Jericho was. Like you just made the list, or the whole heel perspective where he was just a complete asshole. I am the every- best. In the world, at what, at what I, do. I do, and Jericho, every character change, it went over, even with AEW. Sean, for you to sit here and say he did more in WCW, kill yourself. So that's why you lost the Edge and Eddie debate for that. <laughs> Jericho advances easily in this one. The next one, fuck you, Sean. It's Jeff Hardy versus JBL. Sean, do you want to fight this one? Go, go, you go first, Shawnee. I'll let you cry, Sean. I mean, because I will, I will like, and and, and <laughs> for those of for, I'm gonna let y'all, I'm gonna let everyone in the scoop now that's listening to this. JBL is Sean's favorite wrestler of all time. So I, I, I cried, I cried through Benoit. So I, I'll let you go, Sean. It's okay. I mean, uh, JBL was one of the uh, one of my fucking childhood favorites. Everything he was a one of the best SmackDown WWE champions of all fucking time. Yep, held the Intercontinental Championship. It was one of the first times I ever got the. Uh, it was I think it was against CM Punk. Yeah, it was one of my yeah. It yeah, was a good Raw match to win the title on a Raw. It was mm-hmm. uh he had one of he held, he had one of the. Most underrated United States Championship reigns as well. Oh, on yeah. SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Before JBL, though, he did hold the uh, he did hold the Hardcore Championship. 18 yeah, times. he did. His promo work is definitely over Hardy. APA brother, APA. <laughs> he is, he's a three-time uh, tag team champion with Farouk, Ron Simmons. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. Promo work was way better than Hardy's, in my opinion. Oh, but yeah. Jeff Hardy. Has more memorable matches, in my opinion, as well. And he's more charismatic at Nickel. JBL. That man was like, honestly, like the. I wouldn't say the next Rey Mysterio, but he was like he was Rey the, Mysterio level with babyface. He was the, he, he's the underdog from uh, North Carolina. Uh, one of the best tag team wrestlers of all time, as well. Him, Matt Hardy, the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. Uh, and. <clears throat> If you want to say, like, if you want to talk about someone being a true, tr- like, a really true underdog, Jeff Hardy was your guy. Yes. Definitely. JBL, uh, but he did give, he gave us a fucking great fucking feud with uh, him and Shawn Michaels in late 2008, which culminated in one of my favorite No Way Out matches, even though it got overshadowed by Shane McMahon and Randy Orton. One of my favorite No Way Out matches with Michaels taking the victory and everything. Yep. Great fucking match, great feud. Uh, he also had great matches and a great feud with Cena. Mm-hmm. Had a great feud with Batista as well. Uh, I'm trying to remember a couple more. I, I I'm Dude, surprised you haven't brought. I I'm surprised you haven't brought up the whole JBL Eddie thing. Oh yeah, I think he's still a little hurt about Eddie. Shut up. That's why. I, I mean, mean, come on. 
Him and Eddie as well, the Texas Bull Rope match. JBL has great matches and great feuds, great accomplishments as well. Mm -hmm. But it's Jeff Hardy, man. It's Jeff Hardy. It's just, it's just, I I can't even fucking, I, I I was torn when I seen this in the fucking bracket as well. Like, (laughs) you were with fucking Triple H and Benoit. He shrieked probably. Uh, But I gotta go with Jeff Hardy. Slow factor because the Swanton Bomb is probably one of the best finishes of all fucking time as well. Everyone does. Uh, Uh, one of the best risk takers as well. One, yep. uh, his cards off the fucking roof too. <laughs> the charismatic enigma. JBL He's still going, but I do give JBL over Hardy on this one. The oh. finishers. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 I was on. waiting for you to say that shit. Best fucking clothesline ever. Better than Stan Hansen's. Fight me oh. on that. That's funny because I don't think JBL will fight you on that. But I will fight JBL. I wouldn't want to fight JBL, even though like many people have knocked him out. But <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight. It's the best. But his best. Clothesline. The clothesline from hell is one of the most. There's like, you go on YouTube, you look up clothesline from hell compilations. Are like, Billy, 10, 15 best. minutes. Rikishi. Oh yeah. The but, one that hates Slater for fuck's sake. But I had to get, I gotta get this one, Jeff Hardy. He has answers. Yeah. Uh, Sean pretty much yeah. for me. I do mm-hmm. love J- uh, JBL though, but Jeff Hardy definitely. Jeff Hardy takes the cake for me. I mean, it's, it's the charismatic enigma. He great it like one of the greatest theme songs ever. He he's given he's given us moments that we'll never we'll never forget ever. And it's <clears throat> with Jeff Hardy. Another thing is that everything he's went through, like the DUIs and the drugs and the addiction, he still pulled off memorable feuds. He still fought his way to come back into WWE, to win our hearts back through everything he's been through. That man was always a crowd favorite. He, he's, he was what kids always grew up to be, like wanting to be. Oh, yeah. With the they face paint and the, the entrance. Place. You would go in fucking middle school and just do the fucking hearty entrance. Like you would just. Oh, every what, fucking day, man. Exactly. Like you would walk into fucking gym class and just started doing the fucking hearty entrance. Like, Jeff Hardy was that popular. I'm not knocking JBL's work at all. Longest reigning SmackDown champ of all time. I'll give him that. I will give him that. I will forever love his promo that he shot against Eddie Guerrero, which wasn't even his idea. It was Eddie's idea. That's how brilliant Eddie was, Sean. JBL was a gem, man. That's how brilliant Eddie was, Sean. Just saying. So... JBL was great, don't get me wrong, but Jeff Hardy takes a kick. So that ends what was a grueling 2000s portion of the bracket. This one should be easy. The 2010s. First matchup, AJ Styles versus The Miz. WWE career, right? See, this is WWE. like, I'm not going to lie. This is like, like Sean's about to say, this is pretty debatable. Um, Could be. Could AJ be. Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers of our generation. He held the yes. WWE Championship for over like 400 days. Yep. Um, you went United States champion, former Raw Tag Team champion. You're going to be surprised by this, but I'm going to champion with The Miz. What? Yes. Here's why. Okay. The Miz actually main evented WrestleMania. 
The Miz okay. is a two-time WWE champion, multi-time Intercontinental champion, tag team champion, money in the bank winner, two two-time mm-hmm. money in the bank briefcase holder. Two-time Grand Slam champion. Two-time Grand Yes. The honestly, the Miz. See, this is a WWE run. If you were to tell me who's the fucking best wrestler in the world right now, it's for me, it's either AJ Styles or Randy Orton. Who has had oh. one of the greatest TNA careers ever? AJ Styles, oh. Kurt Angle, or Sting. But in this situation, the Miz may not be the best wrestler in the world, but he knows how to get you involved. He knows how to get you invested into an angle, um, as we've seen before. Uh, the Daniel Bryan feud, notably, um, his WWE title run, you know, with Cena. Um, the Miz is like golden on the mic. Uh, of course, but, but you can't knock Styles' promo game. I am definitely not knocking Styles at all. Okay, I'm just when it comes to a WWE <clears throat> career, the Miz has done more than AJ Styles. Miz has done more with the Miz. All right, I'll get into this one. Uh, get it off my chest real quick. Uh, <clears throat> AJ Styles, in my opinion, accomplished way more. In TNA mm-hmm. before he went to WWE. In WWE, he was already guaranteed to be a fucking star because oh yeah, he, it's a star anywhere he ever went. That man, it's the name alone. The Miz, the Miz, he was supposed to be fucking released his first year in. Yeah, he came. He put. Hard he got fuck. He went. He started from the fucking very bottom of the fucking barrel, being kicked out of the fucking locker room by fucking Chris Benoit. The for eating chicken over his fucking luggage. The Miz actually was an indie wrestler for those people that don't yeah, know. He, he actually got was. trained and everything before Tough Enough. Most people yes. don't yes. know. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yep. Who else can say they did a Dixie <clears throat> Hulk fight? <clears throat> for Daniel Pewter! And he lost. Mm. Yeah, no, he lost. But he came back. Yes. He's, he won the WWE Championship twice. He, Miz, in my opinion, is one of the most greatest mic works of all time as well. He's in the oh, top yeah. five. Exactly. Top five, baby. Top five? Huh? Top five. Top five. Yeah. That's a a Bruce Pritchard line, man. I'm going to get the t-shirt. Top Top five. five. He says top five five. about everything. I don't think Miz Miz is top five in that. Yeah, we'll save that. Top ten. But Miz went from the bottom of the barrel in his WWE career. Styles, if he started in WWE, in my opinion, he would have been beating Miz on this one, but Miz is taking the cake over Styles just because my fair promo of Miz. Go over to the bingo halls. <laughs> and join your friends. Join your indie friends. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, to kind of fuck with something earlier, I did say AJ Styles didn't main event WrestleMania, but he actually did with Undertaker in the Bonehead match. But he did. I just had to correct myself because I just realized Miz is taking the cake on this one. I hate okay. to say it, but it's true. Okay, you know what? I'm going to save my breath because there's no way for me to. I, I want to argue this one so bad, but I feel you like. Can, you already lost, so it's like. No, like, I already I lost like majority, but I feel like no matter how many times I argue, no matter how many times I'm going to get to this, I don't think any point I'm going to make is going to turn you guys because you guys seem pretty set very on this right about now. Mary's. So, I'll accept it. I'll, I'll admit defeat, unlike Sean. I, I, I will let it. I'll let it. The Miz advances. I'll let that slide. The Miz will advance in this first round matchup. 
The next match, we have Randy Orton versus Sheamus. I love fucking Sheamus. I think he is one of the um, reasons Raw was watchable during the pandemic era, besides Drew McIntyre. Yes. Um, Sheamus is very great fucking worker. Um, oh, of course. Many accomplishments on Sheamus's end, um, but you can't compare to Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton is on legit one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, student of the game. He knows what he's doing. Great character work, no matter what position he's put in. Uh, f- 14-time WWE champion, I believe. Oh, 15 14. 14. 14. He, he tied Triple H when he beat McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you got him in this RK Bro thing, and it's fucking working. Like, Randy Orton... I can't even like put up a fucking valid argument. I just have to say Randy Orton, but I do love Sheamus. But yeah. fucking Randy Orton I, has yeah. to get the point on this one. It's it's I titles with Wyatt and Luke Harper fucking work. He did, he did, and I I will say this with Sheamus. I love this dude's career. I love his in ring work. I loved his stuff with the bar. One of the greatest tag teams of all time. Like he, you would have never thought him and Cesaro would be a great tag team. Oh my god, that works. There you so, go. Him and Tice. Uh, oh, I'm about to say fuck him and Cesaro. Yeah, but um, you like that was pure gold. But if you want my opinion, I think Sheamus today, in the overall year he's been back, has done his best work. Agree. By far in his career, agree. Like better matches, better storylines. Like he's done yeah. the best work in his <laughs> career. Like don't get me wrong, I love his feud with Cena. I love his very underrated feud with Triple H. His his feud with Orton. His feud with Cesaro. Like I get it, but he's doing the best work of his career today. And Definitely. I cannot like I hope he gets drafted to SmackDown. Just saying, and. He's a we better could fit see, on SmackDown. He'll be a huge fit on SmackDown. You'll see him and Nakamura go at it. You'll see him and, you know, Kevin Owens go at it. If he turns babyface, you have him and Roman Reigns go at it. And they'll give us an even better match than what they did in 2015. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that'll happen. No. But it's Randy Orton. Like, Randy Orton was great in the 2000s, don't get me wrong. But most of his best work came in the 2010s. For example, the most underrated feud with Christian. Hands down, one of the greatest feuds of that man's career. Then you had Orton winning the title, the the unified world title against Cena. Nobody wanted to see Orton and Cena again, but they made it happen, and they gave us two great matches from TLC and the Rumble. Then you had Orton winning the Rumble in 2017. Then you... I'm not going to fucking talk about his feud with Wyatt. That's that's neither here or there. Um, he gave us one of the most underrated matches with Luke Harper. That oh, match yeah. was fucking brilliant. Really, From good. top to bottom. Orton is just an overall great in-ring worker. He's gotten a lot better with his promo game. I will give him that. He's even said that. <laughs> yeah, like ever, I feel like ever since the pandemic era, He's gotten a lot better with his promo game. And even this, even to this day, you'll never know 
what Orton is, but Orton will always be over with the crowd. You'll never know if he's a face. You'll never know if he's a heel. That man will forever just be a neutral character. His yep. his entire run. So with that, Randy Orton. And his finisher is like one of the most iconic of all time. Probably the most iconic of all time. So I, I'm going to go with Randy Orton. Randy I'm, Orton. Randy Uh What else is what we, we we can't you say about Randy Orton that Sheamus has done? Fucking Orton, probably one of the best second generation wrestlers of all fucking. No, he's actually a third, third generation, generation, bro. Third, third generation. generation wrestler of all time. Fucking, he fucking tore down the house with fucking uh, Edge on multiple occasions, Cena on multiple occasions, Batista on multiple occasions, Triple H on multiple occasions, Taker at WrestleMania twenty one. He turned a Canadian crowd to cheer yes. for him. The moments, man. I got to go with Randy Moment. Orton over Sheamus. And don't get me wrong. Sheamus, Sheamus, I'm not knocking Sheamus off for anything. Like, Sheamus has, has every right to be claimed one of the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. Orton, Orton, is, just, Orton is just slightly better. That's all. Hell, yeah. Orton's gone. So, Orton advances. The next matchup, which I think might be tough, Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan. This is tough. Very tough. I'll have the two biggest Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan marks go at it. I'm the yeah, I'm the fucking one of the Okay. Okay. All right. Honestly. So it's me and you it's me and you time. Okay. Do you go wanna ahead, go Brian. or you want me to go? No, no go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So this is kind of hard. Because both of these guys legit had like they both ended like WrestleMania back to back years, like on top. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania thirty with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and Seth Rollins with one of the most epic cash-ins of all time. The greatest cash-in of all time. Yes, 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 hands down. With this one, like, I feel like Seth Rollins, like, can still do so much more with his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's definitely going to be there for life. Um, he's had He's had incredible moments. Daniel Bryan, on the other hand, um, came in through the NXT program. Um, mm-hmm. Then he had the feud with The Miz. Daniel Bryan which felt like one of those guys that was never supposed to make it, but ended up making it. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he had to retire, but then yep. ultimately he came back, had some of the greatest matches. Um, this might surprise you, but I'm actually going to go with Daniel Bryan on this one. Okay. Um, because I feel like his WWE run is just more superior to Rollins. Even though Rollins did have, <laughs> uh, you know, incredible moments with the Shield and championship victories. It's just Daniel Bryan, the yes chant, everything about him. It's one of the greatest workers in the world, too. Um, if you think about WrestleMania 30 and everyone going fucking ballistic over him. <clears throat> okay. You got you to gotta, I got to go with Daniel Bryan. I didn't even okay. want to go with Daniel Bryan, but I'm going to have to go with Daniel Bryan. Okay. These two had down points in their career. Yes. Daniel Bryan had the <laughs> retirement. <laughs> Daniel Bryan had the retirement. Seth Rollins had the massive knee injury. Here's my thing, though. Seth Rollins, after his knee injury, yes, I watched his, you know, the Broken Skull sessions with Steve Austin and how he explained how he felt 
that he fell into mediocrity after he came back from injury. He didn't, technically. He was still at the top of his game. He was still at the top level. He came back, won the title, and then gave us an incredible feud with Ambrose after that. Again. Like the after feuding two years prior. With Brian, he retired in 2014, correct? He retired in 2014 or 15? 2015. And he came back in 2018. That's a three-year difference. That's three years shaved off. And in those three years, Rollins was that guy. Yes. Rollins was the guy that beat Cena for the United States and WWE title. Yeah. Rollins. I believe Rollins was a faster Grand Slam champion than Brian was. Yeah, Rollins came in in 2012. To the main roster and pretty much won everything by 2018. 2018. Yeah. It's about six years. Daniel Bryan came in in 09 and won everything in 2015. About the same 15. time, actually. Around the same time. Years. But am I going to sit here and knock Daniel Bryan's memorable moments? Not a chance. Like Daniel Bryan, I love Daniel Bryan. You guys both know that I'm a huge oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan guy. But I'm also a huge Seth Rollins guy. Like, I, I've, I've followed these two. I followed oh, Daniel yeah. Bryan when he was Brian Danielson in Ring of Honor. I followed yeah, Seth Rollins, Rollins when he was Tyler Black. Like, but to me, if we want to talk about, you know, the 2010s and recently, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Mm. On, oh, the sheer, on the sheer fact Rollins has the greatest cash in moment in Money in the Bank history. We'll give him that. Has one of the greatest one of the great one of the one of the greatest WrestleMania moments of all time. Mm-hmm. Another that. Matt, I'm gonna give him that. Seth it. Seth Rollins came off one of the hottest runs of his career, leading into WrestleMania in 2018, and gave us one of the probably one of the best. WrestleMania openers of all time with Finn Balor and The Miz. Then the next month, het, like gave us one of the most underrated but yet best matches of all time with The Miz in, in 2018 in a pay-per-view that nobody wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins also gave us great in-ring work with Dolph Ziggler. He gave us a great feud with Roman Reigns. He gave us a he great feud. The with, he killed The Fiend. Let's not talk about that. He he gave us a great feud with Dean Ambrose. Rollins broke Cena's nose. Fuck all y'all. Rollins is. I should react to that. You just said fuck y'all just because he broke a man's nose. Rollins gave us. He was the architect behind the shield. He came up with the shield. He created the shield and destroyed the shield. I love Daniel Bryan and what he did. Don't get me wrong, but to me. So far, and then from 2010s on, in this point in time, I'm going with Seth Rollins. Oh, Kobe Lopez. Jeez, why you got a name drop? His fucking real name. I'm the John? This one. All right. Yes, sir. Daniel Bryan has some great fucking matches. Seth Rollins also has some great fucking matches. Great fucking mm-hmm. moments for both of them. Great promo work from both of them. Mm-hmm. 
Most, a lot of memorable shit from both of them. Yep. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Sean, Sean doesn't know what to do here. He's, I would torn get Dick to fucking go against you and on the fucking uh, editing and edge shit, but I'm going to be nice. Go ahead. You're going with Rollins? No. <laughs> okay. I'm still thinking. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to think as like it's going on real quick. Because put it this way. When Rollins won the world title, right? He had a great run with the title. When Brian won the world. I got it. Okay. This match alone fucking gives this guy over the fucking edge. I loved it. Okay. Because me and Jeff, they marked the fuck out when this happened. I already know what he's going to say now. Oh, fuck. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. WrestleMania 35 opener. You would never expect Brock Lesnar to open a fucking nope. WrestleMania. No, Seth nope. Rollins. No. After fucking Alexa Bliss and uh, whoever hosted that mania, they're their shit. Paul Hogan, yeah. brother. All you just hear is Brock Lesnar just storming the fuck out of his music playing. Seth Rollins comes out, blows the blows before the fucking... Bell rings, fucking Kurt. Yep. And then twice. But don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan has had great moments. You know, WrestleMania 30. Uh, him winning the Grand Slam champion like five years in or something like that. He even made fucking a tag team championship reign with Rowan fucking work. <laughs> he did. He did. But Seth Rollins also did the same thing, but with Jason Jordan. He did. He made Even though it wasn't as memorable, it was memorable, work. but he made it fucking work for as short it was. But I do gotta go with Seth Rollins just because he can continue his legacy with WWE as long as Daniel Bryan's with AEW right now. I gotta and go with Seth. Can't even I, I will give Daniel Bryan this. Daniel Bryan was the reason behind Kofi Mania. Yeah. But Seth Rollins. Can, he's going to have so much time left in his career oh, that yeah. whatever he does going forward, without a like without a shadow of a doubt, I think Rollins is going to finally have that marquee WrestleMania main event within two three years time. Give give him that. That marquee match would have been with the guy who's in the next match up, I believe, but it won't. Yeah. Happen. Here's the thing though. Rollins has won a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Daniel Bryan hasn't. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Just saying. You're right. I'll give you that. <laughs> so Seth Rollins advances. That that was a good debate, Brian. I'll give you that. Yeah. Seth Rollins All advances. Right. Either way, I was just I was cool with whoever won. The next one I think is going to be a little bit of a fight. We have Roman Reigns versus Adam Cole. I'll let you go Thank. this way. Yeah, and I want to hear what you have I to say. I already know what I have. You said fight. Yeah, I want to hear this fight. Oh, Roman Reigns' best work didn't come until 2020. Mark my words. I okay. said that. I'm, I'm boldly stating that. Adam Cole okay. carried a company on his back for four years straight. Roman Reigns couldn't even carry a company for a year without getting booed out of a building, without being one of the most hated guys in WWE from a crowd's perspective. Granted, I'm not knocking what Roman Reigns has done. I'm not knocking the fact that Roman Reigns is a four or five-time WrestleMania main eventer. 
Most of those main events were not deserved at all. The win against Undertaker should have never happened. The feud with Undertaker should have never happened, but it did, unfortunately. But stating the fact, Roman's promo work in the 2010s was nothing but the drizzling shits. That was terrible. Cena destroyed his whole fucking career in a matter of 15 minutes. Not, you know, and like I said, I'm not knocking what Roman did. I'm not knocking his accomplishments. I'm not knocking anything. But did he carry a company for four years straight on his back? No, he did not. Adam Cole, single-handedly, probably the greatest NXT got superstar ever. He carried NXT for four years straight, gave us one of the most greatest factions of all time in the Undisputed Era. Gave us the longest NXT title reign and the most memorable NXT title reign that anybody has ever seen. I'm going with Adam Cole. Sean? Roman Reigns' best work did not come until 2020 when he paired okay. with Paul Heyman. All right. That's it. All right. Okay. All right. Are, are you done? I'm saying. I, I'm just saying that. I'm just putting that in Sean's right. head. All right. All three, all, all, all three of us know that I'm like one of the biggest Adam Cole fucking marks. Um, so you would think, oh, he's gonna definitely pick Adam Cole. You're I'm a Roman mark too. <laughs> yeah, head of the table. I'm actually gonna defend Roman on this one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, all right, all right. Much as I hated the time period of Roman Reigns from 2015 to 2019, I will say. This man did come up through the shield, had an um, incredible introduction, mm-hmm. wasn't really positioned as that centerpiece of the group that was more of Ambrose. But then once the shield broke off, you kind of saw where each guy was going. Right. Just list the names that fucking Roman Reigns has beaten, for fuck's sake. You have <sighs> Brock Lesnar, John Cena, The Undertaker. As much as I hated that, he did beat The Undertaker. Fucking Seth Rollins, Triple H. The fucking, worst man, Roman Reigns has literally beaten everybody. Adam Cole, you are right. He did carry the NXT brand on his back. He's had fucking incredible and fucking incredible matches. I don't even need to fucking name them because all their matches were great. But I will say, fucking him and Pete Dunne Survivor Series has one and only WWE pay per view match. Oh, lit. Um, but I'm gonna have to give um Roman the edge here. Okay. Because I feel like Adam Cole had yet to – I know he would have accomplished great things if maybe things were a little bit better. Because um, he definitely had the fucking potential. This man would fucking talk his ass off and deliver some of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. He would have been WrestleMania main event worthy. In my opinion, yes. But I feel that just because he wasn't able to do more with his career, yes, NXT was legit my favorite brand for a long time. But I don't think that Cole did as much as Reigns did, obviously, because okay. Reigns okay. won Cal championships. And he's, you know. But, yeah, I'm going with Roman here. Uh, all right. I'm going to keep this short and simple because I have a fucking migraine a little bit. <laughs> we got a couple matches left, buddy. <laughs> we got it. Um, Adam Cole obviously came to uh, WWE NXT and probably wanted to – uh, weirdest times 2017 and had that's when, Drew they McIntyre. Ev- that's when they were bringing everybody mm-hmm. yeah they're bringing 
fucking Keith Lee riddling and everything. Fucking, he came in and tagged Drew McIntyre out of nowhere with the, uh, O'Reilly and Fish. It later came Roderick Strong. He won the NXT championship. He was, I think, the second uh, NXT Grand Slam champion behind Gargano. Right. Uh, Roman Reigns, on the other hand, like as Brian said, he beat the best. He beat fucking Cena. He beat Brock. He beat Taker. He beat anyway, like, uh, but he beat Triple H in one of the worst yeah, WrestleMania Triple moments ever. Main event. He beat him. Sadly. <laughs> yeah, me too. I felt that. Uh, uh, I do also give uh, Roman something that no one has actually mentioned yet. He actually broke Kane's the elimination record. Thirteen-year uh, elimination record in Royal Rumble history. Twelve until that got fucking abysmaled by, by Braun Brock. and Brock. Mm-hmm. And Brock, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to count them too because that was fucking bullshit. Roman, in my opinion, is the holder of the elimination record right you now. You can justify Brock, but I can't justify Braun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, you're obviously going to get like a big guy in a fifty-man Rumble. Obviously, going to get a lot of eliminations, but. With Fuck. Brock, Brock, you could justify that. Yeah, I can. So, I just might remember that Roman's the uh, actual elimination rate, elimination Royal Rumble winner in that, in my opinion. Okay, okay. I love both of these guys, um, <laughs> but you were right in, on saying that Roman's best work did come from 2020 and everything. Exactly. Uh, Cole is probably the Best promo work in NXT history. Yeah. The best work range in NXT history. Yes. Probably one of the uh, most accomplished in NXT history, uh, besides yes. Gargano. I think he's the greatest mm. NXT champ of all time. Greatest NXT champ. But that's NXT. Yeah. That's the that's the one thing that the only him downfall. Up in my opinion. Yeah. If if he was in the main roster. And probably did the same shit as Cole uh, Roman Reigns did. I probably would have given Adam Cole the edge on this one. Yeah, but I gotta give it to Roman Reigns. Uh, okay. I did fuck around with Ryan, but I did by wearing the Roman Reigns shirt at WrestleMania 33. I wanted to kill him. Hmm. Roman Reigns. Why would you do that? Why would you? I'm do sorry, Ant. I did that. That's that okay. time I on fucking uh, Eddie and Edge. That's be- that's that's, that's just because I. I- that's just because I hated Roman Reigns' 2010s run. Like I, I did too. I, hated it. No, I did too. And I'm a fan of Roman now because it's his best. Where he, like he improved. You want to talk about like? Honestly, if you want to talk all about he like? Was a heel turn. Exactly. That's all, That's all he needed. But they never pulled the trigger until the pandemic era, and now he's like the best thing going in wrestling. Not WWE, wrestling. Yes. Okay, so Roman Reigns advances. The next one, CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler. 434 just smoked your ass. (laughs) (laughs) I love Dolph, but he hasn't accomplished anything great since that cash-in. No. Um, Ah, the Intercontinental title. He had that awesome feud with The Miz. Injury prone. But... Yeah. No, he's, not he's, he's, he's also one of those utility he's guys. A, he's a WWE guy. He's, yeah, he's he's a he's a for lifer pretty much. Like 
as many times as Ziggler, I know Ziggler wanted to leave the company, but he won't. They just offered him more money. They're like, hey, we're going to give you $3 million, $5 million to stay. Yeah, he's he's a for lifer. Like, he's not going anywhere. He's like Randy Orton. He ain't going anywhere. Ziggler was – you're right, Brian. Like, I feel like his run fell after the cash-in because he got hurt. He never got a chance to really defend the title, and it was sad. Like, he had – yeah, he he had two big moments after that, like the Survivor Series win and the Intercontinental Title win. But after that, what else can you say about Ziggler? You know, he's a great, probably, arguably one of the greatest sellers of all time yeah. when it comes to uh, uh, yes. inside, baby. Why did Bank twenty twelve? He's a great in ring worker, but four thirty four is that number. That's it. That's all you gotta say. So for that alone, CM Punk unanimously advances. All right. The next one, this is going to hurt me. We have Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens. Uh, I really uh, – This is easily, honestly, easy one, but it's a hard one for you. I have to give it to Kevin Owens. <laughs> I'm going to agree too because here's why. Finn Balor may have had like a more over gimmick persona with the demon, with the demon but – Finn Balor was the first Universal Champion, but he, he wasn't hurt. able to have that long, significant run that Kevin Owens did. My God, Kevin Owens as Universal Champion made Raw watchable for me. It did. And anytime I Owens was got... raced with a championship, it was he did his job. Like the face of America. Oh my God, I love the face of America. I loved that gimmick. I'm still upset that he wasn't able to win the WWE Championship. Maybe he will, unless he goes all elite. But as far as I'm concerned, <sighs> I would love for. Kevin Owens to become WWE champion. Um, but I will give the edge to Kevin Owens. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I give Kevin Owens the, the edge just because I just rewatched uh, the uh, what the squash would no, no, oh. the index finger on the fucking rope. <laughs> yes, that's my saving grace. That was, I love it. It's always great. It's always great. I and... rewatch that every single time I get a chance to. <laughs> that's funny. Like, I actually. When we when we had our, uh, it's funny because I when we used to wrestle together in that yeah, I remember you did it. wrestling company, at that like I I remember doing it, and I was like yeah. holy shit, but I think it was your first. I think I did that against yeah TJ. It was against <laughs> yeah, and uh, I remember because I was around the, the the time Owens was starting to build the face of America gimmick and. I was like, you know what would mark everyone the fuck out is if I did that. Like, I remember doing it, and Brian, you just marked the fuck out on camera. Like, I remember hearing you mark the fuck out. And, but that's the thing. I love both these guys. Like, I've met both these guys. One I had to pay for. One was unexpected. Uh, I paid, yeah, like 50 bucks to meet Finn. Um but Kevin Owens was unexpected. I, I, I honestly have the, honestly, I had more of a meaningful story with Kevin Owens, but I've always been a fan of Kevin Owens. Like he's my favorite guy right now. Like I would put him in my top, he's in my top five favorite of all time. But if you want to go right all now, time ever all time, all my all time favorite wrestlers, Kevin Owens is top five. If, if you want to go, like, as of right now, Kevin Owens is my guy. Like, no matter what shit he's going through right now, like, however he's being treated, 
he's always my favorite because I've always loved him in his Kevin Steen run. Oh yeah, but that is outside of WWE. That's exactly, but he, Kevin the Steen. Kevin Steen run, the Kevin Steen run turned into Kevin Owens. He was phenomenal in NXT when he destroyed Sami Zayn, and then they they brought that up in the WWE. And Kevin Owens has had a great run. Do I think? I have a slight chance thinking that he's gonna like resign, maybe, because I, because if he's if his contract up is in his contract's supposed to be up in January, in my opinion, resign the guy, have him win the Rumble, just saying, just saying, give him his big moment. That's all I gotta say. Match wise, Kevin Owens takes it. You're <laughs> right in a sense. If Finn Balor never got hurt. We probably would have had a memorable run with Finn Balor. Maybe uh, I re- I really don't know. I'm I I I did hate the fact that after he came back from injury, all we got was Smiley Finn. I I fucking hated flashing that. his cock at Kevin Dunn's camera. I fucking hated Smiley Finn. Don't get me wrong; he gave me one of the my like one of my most favorite matches of all time with Rollins and Miz at Mania. I marked the fuck out every time I see that match. Yes. I'll say one thing and one thing only. Finn Balor didn't get the hype that he got. Finn Balor got the hype he got back from when he first started out when he went back to NXT. Yeah. In 2020. I think him going back and to NXT helped. Saved him. It helped yeah. him a lot. And now that he's back on the main roster, he's getting that that crowd feel again. Like he's being over. He's being used properly. But yes. I'm going with Kevin Owens. That's my boy, man. I I'm not saying he's going all the way, but, but he Kevin Owens is my boy. Finn Balor here. Yeah, he advances. So Kevin Owens I takes it. All the way guy to go here anymore. The next I, one. I, I have a feeling on who I want to go all the way, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't. Have Sean one. was was yours Edge? No. Oh, okay. So the next, I was gonna I was gonna say if it was Edge, I, I completely just demolished it. Um, <laughs> The next Crush one, the ground. this one's easy. Brock Lesnar, Johnny Gargano. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, Johnny I Gargano love... is an NXT for lifer. Uh, I don't know, man. But He's all I weak. love Johnny Gargano. I think like his heel run right now is awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, Babyface Gargano is fucking incredible, though. Like, Over the as Friday, The matches with Ciampa, the matches with Cole. Gargano is like a whole different thing. But Brock... Mm. This man, Brock, bro. He, you just say that he beat Taker's streak, and then you could just move on because that's all you really need. To exactly. Do. Brock done so much, and you know Brock now is a fucking badass. You know, man, man bun, bun Brock. Like, man bun Brock, motherfucker. two point <laughs> But okay, um, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar easily. I love Gargano. You guys know that. I, I, you know, I fucking love Gargano. I think he's the Daniel Bryan of NXT. Yeah. As 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 far as like getting over and as far as like getting a character work, like he can do it. Yes. He's the Daniel Bryan of NXT. Um if he's ever gonna be called to the main roster, we don't know. Like Sean said, I think he's an NXT for lifer. Um perhaps. I mean it depends on for, how this NXT two point shapes up. But his contract is expiring. They just drafted so, Austin Theory. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? He might get called to the main roster or he might be all elite. Who knows? I don't think I really don't think – unless they release him, I don't think he's old. Well, his contract's expiring. So I know Vince hates, you know, wrestlers on, like, over 30. 
So, um, yeah, Lesnar, Lesnar, come on. I think he had more memorable moments in the 2010s than he did in his first run. Oh, yeah, definitely. He redeemed himself big time. And come on. (laughs) Like, there's nothing else I can say besides breaking the streak and, you know, squashing John Cena. Like, Lesnar. Lesnar advances. The final matchup of the 2010s bracket and the final matchup of the first round of this tournament home stretch boys. I already know who I got. As as I Kofi Kingston over. versus Dean Ambrose. All right, but before I get to the facts, <laughs> okay. I want to uh, just give a shout out to this. Brian's 0-2 when it comes to the final match of this bracket. I yes, think I'm going to get this one right. All right we go. Let's do it. I don't Let's think do I it, Brian. First, no, I Brian and Sean, first. it's your turn. It's your turn Sean, to go like at you Let's go. go. First. I want to see okay. what you have to I say. I want to see what you have to say since you already said No, it. I want to see what you have to say. I want to see what look, you Look, look. You motherfuckers no, are like sitting right there. Gonna, look, hold like on. Hold on. You motherfuckers are sitting right there. Just do rock, paper, scissors. Because I'm going to say, like, if I say my pick, no matter who it is, I don't want you to just be like, oh, I'm going to go with the other guy. Just because you picked that so you can keep this 0-3. I'm not. Fine, I'll go first. Rock, paper, scissors. I'll fucking go first. Is go it, ahead. Said that you, uh, I'm just saying I have my pick because go ahead. For me, go ahead. This is hard for you. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. So this is Kofi Kingston and Dean Ambrose. Yes. Kofi Kingston came into the WWE, I believe, 2008. Came in. He had the Jamaican me crazy gimmick. Mm-hmm. Tag champs with Punk. He was mainly a tag guy and a mid card guy. Won the Intercontinental Championship. I remember one of Jeff A's favorite matches. I believe it's. Kofi Kingston and uh, Chris Jericho, I think. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kofi pretty much was battling the mid-card for a while, kind of got lost in the shuffle, but then he kind of went up. Um, the New Day happened, and that helped fucking Kofi Kingston resurrect his career, and then ultimately he became WWE champion. Um, very great moment, very good success story, uh, Kofi Kingston. Uh, and then on the other hand, we have Dean Ambrose who came in the WWE um, on the main roster from 2012 to 2019. Um, Ambrose came in with the Shield, all that hype. You know, Shield was untouchable. Ambrose held the U.S. championship for like 300 days, but fucking defended it like four times. Terrible reign. Longest, he shouldn't have broke MVP's record, in my opinion. Um, That's because he was caught up with the Shield. Shield He was kind of the oddball out in the Shield. Uh, him Him and Rollins had that feud. Then Ambrose went on to ultimately win the WWE Championship, and which I felt was kind of a lackluster run, in my opinion. Um, okay. If you think about it, he beat um, – he, he cashed in on uh, Rollins, right? And then, then he, had he had the triple, triple threat match, which was kind of a letdown. What? Wasn't it wasn't as good as everyone thought it was going to be, the Shield triple threat. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it could have been better. Okay. Um, then Ambrose had that – underwhelming match with Dolph Ziggler, which, which could have been better, be good, which could have been better. And then he lost it ultimately to AJ Styles, but his feud with AJ Styles was great. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, Ambrose sort of kind of went down in the mid card, was put on the WrestleMania pre-show with Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental Championship. Then he got hurt. Then he came mm-hmm. back. Shield reunion. Yeah, Roman went away. Ambrose turned heel. That failed. Um, and then Ambrose sort of kind of went out. Um, okay, okay. I'll give you this, though. 
the execution of Ambrose turning heel was I fantastic. Will get, yes, that heel turn. Yes, the heel turn itself, fantastic. Everything after that failed. Dead. Yeah. Um, I feel that they could have done the heel turn better, and mm-hmm. they could have. I don't know why he was one of your top guys. Um, like you, you made the shield for a reason for three guys to come out of that on top. And it looked like it was going that way. Just one or two was probably more successful than the other. But, um, you know, Dean Ambrose kind of got the short end of the stick. Uh, I'm actually going with Kofi Kingston on this one. Okay. Because I felt like he's had the more decorated run in the WWE. Um, I'm not saying, yeah, he may not have been taken seriously, but that was his character. That was the New Day. The New Day was the top thing in WWE for like a good two, three years, honestly. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston. Sean? I didn't think I would pick Kofi Kingston, but when I looked at who he was up against, I was like, if you look at it, Kofi kind of had the better career. Okay. Sean? Damn, I would have been a dick and try to get you to go first to see if you would picked Ambrose, but I gotta, I gotta say I got I gotta go with Kofi. <laughs> One and two finally I, for Brian. <laughs> I, only reason I, why, only reason why yeah. I say Kofi is because dude is probably one of the best tag team wrestlers of all fucking time. Not the greatest tag team. One of the know. one of the best what? tag team wrestlers of all time. He's a fourteen time tag team champion, Brian. He is. And combined times with the, the big card belts with the Intercontinental title and the United States Championship combined seven times. I, I just didn't know this then until I looked it up. Kofi's done a lot, he, man. Yeah. Fucking we just uh, overlook him. Kofi Mania was probably the best moment from for like the 2010s for like, build up to Mania and everything, other than the Daniel Bryan thing, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Kofi uh, Mania was mm-hmm. also fucking great. Uh, yeah. Even though it wasn't supposed to be his spot, but Kofi Mania was great. Yeah. <laughs> but Dean Ambrose actually had some good fucking matches. Uh, him and Triple H at Roadblock 2016. Oh, and, yeah, that was great. Uh, but I really can't think of like five great Dean Ambrose matches. I can think of maybe three. <laughs> but I can think of five great Kofi Kingston matches. Yes. Him and Daniel Bryan. I think most of that list is him and Dolph Ziggler. Him and Daniel Bryan, him and Dolph Ziggler, any fucking match they ever had. Um, Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton. Him and Big Big E, I think, versus The Revival. Uh, Him versus Drew McIntyre 2009 for the Intercontinental Championship was fucking great. Kofi. Kofi's one of the fucking greatest fucking – one of the – one of the best wrestlers of our generation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he started from the bottom of the barrel leagues, just, just like the Miz day. He was on the shitty version of ECW. I heard you. <laughs> I remember watching his debut match, by the way, but, um, in the ECW. Cody Rush? Yeah. Uh, Who knows? That was a uh, squash match. No, he faced off with Sheamus. Sheamus? Yeah, it was ECW. Sheamus was like one of those. Uh... No, it wasn't Sheamus? Wait, real I don't think so. I think he just real beat quick, somebody. Real, I think he beat somebody. No, I, I think Kofi I Kingston just beat like a jobber. I think he just beat off like a jobber in ECW. I don't think it was Sheamus. Sheamus would have never been a fucking jobber. Shut up. Yeah, he was on a. Dog. Oh yeah, you're right. It was a jobber. No, my, my fault. Shut yeah. up. What was jobber. his name, Sean? 
David, you say his name. David Owen. <laughs> David Owen. I thought you were going to say oh, DJ Gabriel. Shut up. But Kofi Kingston, in my opinion, has to advance. He accomplished okay. way more WWE. Great fucking matches. But I do prefer Dean Ambrose's promo work over Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not much I can say here. I mean, I, I was going to go with Kofi Kingston as well. Um, the, only, the only hiccup that's probably going to mess with Kofi in this tournament, seven seconds. Yeah. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, but seven seconds. No, listen, listen. It that's happened. the only. Like, it happened, but I feel like that's that's Brock gonna affect Lesnar him against Kofi Kingston. But you come on, Brock is manhandled him completely. But Brock I get is it, worked a little fucking out of nowhere. But at the same time, it's Brock Lesnar. I know, but Brock has worked great with small guys. I feel like that could have been a legit match. They just no, they fucked over whole... Kofi. Kane Velasquez thing going on? Maybe. But I, I honestly thought. Uh, to me, the Kofi Mania thing was great. Do I think his title run was that memorable? No. It was alright. Uh, I was the, mad at all the people his, he beat, like Joe. <laughs> he Samoa Joe could should have won. We Randy Orton should have won. We were all there and we were mad. <laughs> yeah, was, like... Fuck you. With Kofi, he's, he's done a lot. In his in his tenure in WWE, gave us probably the greatest faction of all time in the New Day. We're not the greatest, but the most popular faction yeah, in the New Day. Um, with Dean Ambrose, I can give you five memorable matches that Ambrose has had, um, but none of them will come close to what Kofi has done. Yes, Ambrose. They like. I feel like he would have been such a fantastic heel after that that turn on Rollins. Because, yeah, like, the but... execution, like I said, was great because that was the same show Roman decided to leave. But then you had the gas mask gimmick, and, like, it was disgusting. Yeah, like, I, I fucking hated that. If I want to say this now, I feel like Ambrose is better off as John Moxley than he yeah. is as Dean Ambrose. There's the difference right there. It's exactly. And it's... Like, pre WWE, Dean Ambrose as John Moxley was great. I After WWE. Best... I think he's doing the best work of his uh, career now. Exactly. And Kofi Kingston advances. That's, that's. Yes. I, I feel Hell like that yeah. was a very, that was an underrated fight. Boom. But Boom. Kofi Kingston Boom. advances. Boom. Brian is now one and two. Oh, um, bitch. <laughs> so that ends, that ends the first portion of the tournament in the greatest wrestler in WWE history. Yes. Uh, stay tuned as we will get Take to part two. Yes. <laughs> uh, stay tuned as we as we t- as we uh, you know, get to part two in a bit. I soon, can't wait. Where we break down and you know determine the winner of the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, thank you all guys for listening. Also, I just want to plug in real quick. Uh, be sure to check out H Two O Wrestling. Yeah. Um, as they have as they have a huge deathmatch tournament coming up. They also have probably the biggest show or the biggest match in their company's history right now, in independent wrestling history right now. On October 31st, it is Matt, the owner, Matt Tremont versus Anita at H2O Destiny. Make sure to check that out on IWTV. Deathmatch. Double First time ever exactly. explosion match in the States at the Trenton Thunder Ballpark in America. And that'll, 
and make sure to check that out on IWTV. And I, is that eight o'clock, right? Eight o'clock Eastern. Pretty sure. Um, but you can also get your tickets at shop.iwtv and you could exactly. be there. Exactly. So do not miss out on that. Um, but also don't count out the fact that every Monday they have undiscovered. So if you are in the New Jersey area, please stop by and check out the show. Tickets are only, I believe, $5 at the $5, door. $5, 8 p.m. bell time, baby. Yeah, baby. And you are going to miss you. You would honestly shoot yourself if you're going to miss the young, like, the hottest young rising stars in the game today. So guys, be sure to check out H2O Wrestling on IWTV anytime. They have great shows. I love those guys. Brian and Sean are a part of that company and I couldn't be any more happier for them. Um, so that there's yeah. a quick shout out for that. <laughs> so be sure to subscribe, like, share this video, share our channel, get the word out there. We're, we're trying to become you know, the hottest new podcast today. So be okay. sure to, you know, support us in every way, shape, or possible. Every way, shape, or form possible. Mm-hmm. Um, quick shout out so real s- quick. Hi, Mom. Okay. <laughs> Got it in. So, yes, uh, stay tuned. Part two is coming up. This was a great episode. Uh, you won't miss what's next to come. Yeah, stay tuned. And we will see you guys on the flip side. Deuces.